Okay. Okay, now I think it's better. Your talk, Matt? Hello. Oh, okay, there you go. So did you fix it? Yeah, I fixed it. Do we have to start over? Uh, I guess. Take one. Yeah. Well, I wait. Th- this is like just recording, and then you can... Can't you like take both files and then just kind of edit I it could. together? We could put it in the video, but it's going to be like bad audio. We could, though. Oh, yeah, that is true. That mm. is true. It is going to be a bad mm. audio. We have to decide right now. <laughs> huh? So, um, I mean, do you want to go ahead and start over? You might yeah, as well, just start bro. over. Well. Alright, guys. Uh, uh, this is Matt. Uh, <laughs> we already did this, but this is Matt Gaines, and he's a good friend of ours. Yeah. AK Poet 99. Tell your friends. Yeah, we'll, we'll put your uh, plug, I guess, in the, in the description, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it's... You, I think you're supposed to say it like, oh, we'll plug your information. That, yeah. yeah. What did I say? Huh? You were like, we'll put your plug. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, man, we, we don't, we don't want to give out his I plug. Well, <laughs> well, well, like, that's not my plug name. It's just a name that I just, you know, at the time that, well, I'm just going to say it. My ex, she the one made up the name. But I made up the one ninety nine, but she said poetic. So I, I guess I give her credit, I guess. So what is it? Poetic? Poetic 99. Poetic ninety nine. Only reason why, uh, reason why, cause we made this name when we was like, I think we was in Tullahoma, cause my mom was having a procedure, and we was in the waiting room, and I said, I said, what's a good name to actually use, like just in case if I, you know, shoot up, like going be successful and maybe rich, cause like I'm kind of like Matthew is just who I am, like Jock, that's who y'all know me, mm-hmm. but like poetic, it's like a stage name, yeah, thing. almost yeah, kind of yeah. stage name, but it's like almost like. It's out there. Like I, like, I can do my poetry, motivate people, and all that stuff. Not, and like, I tell people, like, Matthew versus Poetic 99 is very different. Very different. Matthew is more the funny, goofy, I can just mm-hmm. have fun with you. But, like, <coughs> the Poetic 99 is like. It's like a different identity. Th- oh, my God. It's different. Definitely different because most of the time, like, you actually ask me, hey, Matt, like, what you did today? Okay, you gonna might get Matthew or you might get Poetic 99. Matthew's <laughs> gonna be like, Shit, man, I just really just bullshit, watch some TV, and that was, you know, butt ass naked to sleep. That's <laughs> it. But Poet 99, I was like, man, I'll just write some more poetry. Just thinking the, about life. Yeah, you know? think about life, but it's like, I was think, I'm thinking like the small things of life. And it's like, even like um, on Wednesday, I was in class. Was um I was talking to one of my classmates. I was like, you know, one thing I realized: people think communication is just like talking, but communication is all is deeper than that. It's the way how we talk to people, that too. But it's also critical thinking. It's a lot of critical thinking to it, like decision making, like everyday life. We gotta make decisions, and sometimes there's gonna be decisions that we is gonna affect our life, or it might give us a blessing. And most of the time, with my decisions, it been like it been neutral. It's like a balance to it. There's some decisions I've made. I'm just like, ah, man, I don't know why I made that decision. It's it's gonna hurt me. At, it's gonna hurt me in the long run. But it's like, I'd rather go through it now than later. But some of the decisions I made became blessings, mm-hmm. real true blessings. I like to think about uh, communication. I I agree. I think it's definitely a lot deeper. And I think it's, I think it's obvious that it is because you know there's a point in human history that there weren't words like we didn't have languages and we didn't use them but we communicated in a different way oh like it was symbols we it's yeah, basically we symbols, symbols that we learned we from use, we, could use, we still had some like verbal expressions yeah well non-verbal not very yeah, non-verbal I, yeah because like, like facial expressions yeah because like i 
if people ask me as a communication major, I use more nonverbal than verbal because I always remember, like my mom always says, not what you say, it's how you say it to people. And mm-hmm. people, can, people, the way you can say things to people, it can just make them feel offensive. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always, when people say something like this random, I'm just like, what? Like, what are you talking about, bro? But it's like, most of the time now, I'm just like, I think from, I always say this, 18-year-old Matthew will probably judge judge you mm-hmm. so quickly, so quickly. Like, even like, I would even say now, like, 18-year-old Matthew to y'all, I'll be like, why y'all got a broadcast? Like, y'all work at Walmart. I don't, well, I don't even know y'all still work at Walmart. But I'm just like, why would y'all do this? Yeah. I mean, y'all just. Mm-hmm. D- a good question. Yeah, I'm just like, just. I ask myself sometimes. Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, just. Y'all just go out here and just get the money. Like, don't don't care. Like, broadcast is going to be in the future. But now, like, 22-year-old Matthew, soon to be 23, I understand what y'all trying to do. And, and I give 110% applause to y'all because, like, Thank you. man, because I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all think about this. Think about probably, probably I'm going to say between three or five years. Right now, y'all working in the garage. Y'all never know, man. You keep busting your ass and keep working hard and mm. still trusting God. Man, y'all can literally take off. And I'm going to be behind y'all because, like, when I first heard that y'all got a broadcast, I was so happy. I was like, man, this is so cool, man, because I'm like, I got friends, you know. I got, I can truly call y'all friends. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to call y'all friends. I'm going to say riders because I don't believe in friends. It's kind of Fri- gay, but fri- I like friends, it. Friends can really <laughs> – friends can, you know – they can be there and then all that stuff, but riders, riders, my riders is always gonna be. They can tell me what's right and wrong, and I know mm-hmm. they're gonna be there no matter right. And I always say guiders. My guiders like my parents and auntie. Them three like they guide me to be the man I am today. And then my brother, they always say a ride. That's your ride and die. That's my ride and die. Regardless of what, but like seeing when you told me you Snapchatted me and you was like because you actually um I think you um message on one of my message uh, yeah you I responded to one of your and you was like yo Matt do you ever think about coming to my our broadcast I was like who's broadcast and they was like you said me and Frankie and I'm just like Frankie Frankie I was like Frankie got a broadcast I was like yo (laughs) this is so cool bro I was like yeah I was like yeah bro I would love to do it because I think you messaged me like last year around like December and yeah. I was yeah, like, it was probably around November. Yeah, and I was po- I was gonna come on there in December, but it was just a lot of st- mentally stuff I was going through. Mm-hmm. But I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? When you texted me, uh, I think you texted me Tuesday, and yeah, you I said, so. yeah, you was like, Matt, you uh, you free? And I was just like, what days y'all do? You well, said, you sent me. I just responded to something that you put up that was talking about how you want to have a, a conversation about life, and I was like, dude, I was like, this is what I love to have, and I was like, this is what I love to have on the podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was at, bro, when you text me that and you say, I said, what day y'all do it? You said Friday and Sunday. I was like, Sunday, I was like, well, Sunday, I got, like, I got to get, I got, Sundays I do get prepared for, like, the week I got to get ready for yeah. school. But I was like, Friday? Oh, man, definitely Friday. I'm free. I'm there. So mm-hmm. it was like, when I saw, like, I literally saw, I didn't even know y'all had more episodes y'all did. I didn't know y'all have, like, so many that y'all had, like, Yeah, this might. will be number 18, I believe. Mm-hmm. Eight? <laughs> 18? Yeah. I ain't going to lie. It's crazy. It's crazy. 18, I ain't going to lie to y'all. 18 is a real special number. Well, I wouldn't say special number to me, but it's a, I would say a growing number because 18 mm-hmm. years old, uh, Matthew was wild and very, yeah. very immature, very mm-hmm. didn't know what, like, he didn't think before he speak a lot. But, like, I can say going 18 to 19, I would say 18 and 19-year-old Matthew dealt with a lot of adversity, a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Like, more... 
I wouldn't say well adversity in the world, but mostly self adversity because I was really I ended up eighteen. I was of course graduated high school, and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to college because I didn't want to be lost. It's very easy. At least you picked that option, though. Oh yeah, I, that, I had, it's easy to choose. You know, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing, and I didn't, I didn't, anywhere. I did not want to work. Taking both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, hey, but I said I was like, I do not want to just, just work for the rest of my life. I want to like I got a diploma. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, high school I didn't really learn nothing. I mean, I played football, but you know, I I wasn't that that star football player but oh you know i'm curious do you think you learn more from playing football than actually like academic stuff because you learn stuff from football i'm not talking about like the sport of football i'm talking about learning things about yourself physically and about the uh teammanship stuff like that i ain't gonna lie football yeah you learn a little bit of stuff about life teamwork and stuff but teamwork wise i learned that from my parents because the way how they work together about bills but also helping people i say now nah, i'm good i appreciate it. i say i see them too how oh. they help people Bruh. i will grab you one i got <laughs> a bunch nah, in my okay. room you sure i got a bunch in my room nah, good fine. lord you got a bunch of tic tacs in your room no it's a caffeine mint Ooh, mm-hmm. inter- never heard of that Interesting. it's cool but yeah, I, like I, I learned i learned that from like bo- my parents about teamwork and stuff now football yes i did learn about stuff like physicality a lot a yeah, lot. like what you can and can't handle yeah and mm-hmm. you know a lot of stuff physically I'm I, like I said, balance. There was things I could handle, and there was things I couldn't. But you know, most of the time, if you ask me, like, w- what could I hood, like handle back then? Weights. I love I love lifting weights. I still do love lifting weights. But it was like now hitting. I love hitting, but there was certain there's certain types of hitting. There's certain techniques, and I don't like the hits when people like go for your legs. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially me, I was a defense end. I hated people going for my like knees and stuff. So that's why I'm saying you said learning about that. I learned more football or football from life or physical or economics. I really learn. I quit now. I quit football my sophomore year of high okay. school because my grades were kind of slipping, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. You know what? Because people think I made my parents made the decision. I made that decision myself because I was like, "Yo, I got if I want to go to college, I gotta get my shit together. I really do." So mm-hmm. they always say your junior year is the you know hardest year. Of course, I, ACT scored really good on it. I'm not gonna say I ain't gonna say the number, but I, I scored a good number. But senior year, that's when everything really hit me. I was like, "Yo." I can really go to college, get like scholarships because I have five letters. I have one from Tennessee, MTSU, Tennessee Tech, v- Vanderbilt. That tripped me out by Vanderbilt. I was like, wow. I was like, Vanderbilt? I was like, bro, it's like my GPA is only like a 3.3. I'm like, Vandy's GPA requirement is like a 3.5 to 4.0 or even higher. And mm-hmm. then I had another one to Chattanooga. And I was like, you know what? Because at first I was going to go to, um, no, take that back. I didn't, I didn't get one for Tennessee Tech. I got one from Fisk University. Fisk University. I was going to go to Fisk because I wanted to learn more about my co- black history and everything. Mm-hmm. But until I heard about Motlow, about the two years, I was like, I'm not ready. I was not really ready to go to a university. So I was like, I'm going to go. I went to Motlow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Motlow, you know, Motlow ter- taught me, you know, some things. You know, did I like going there? No. The first year, I did not like going to Montlow because I was a freshman because I felt like I was a high school point two point, like mm-hmm. high school point yeah. two point oh. I started knowing people that I went to high school with or I played football with, and I was like, yo, I don't like it. But, you know, 
I think freshman year, when freshman year was over with, and then I was 19 going to sophomore year, I think life really slapped me in the face because I ended up taking anatomy, physiology one that fall. And you talking about I failed that class. I mean, technically, I didn't fail it, but I didn't get the grade requirement because you have to pass through, I think, an A, B, or C. Okay. I failed that class with a D. And I was so, you talk about I cried because I don't care. I tell people I cry. Like, crying takes out, takes everything out of you. It takes all the toxic stress out of you, anger, anything. So I cried that Chris, that winter break. And, you know, I told my mom, I was like, Mom, you know what? I'm going to go in the new year. I'm going to be totally different. I was like, I'm going to show them a different side of me that they never seen. I was like, I'm going to bust my ass. I ain't going to be playing around with people and everything, you know. And going to spring, I think, no, actually, yeah. No, actually, that fall when I found out about, I would say, I tell people fall 2018 was a really hard year for me because that's when I end up, I end up was diagnosed with mental health. I end up having, I think, after anxiety, depression, and and actual anger, I have anger problems. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, my anger got. But at the time, I think that was over the years of me just holding so much stuff in, mm-hmm. and you know, going to because I can even tell how it started, how it first started. It, people probably say like, "Oh, really, Matt?" Like that. But people don't realize mental health. It it literally happens with a trigger. Some trigger you from childhood or some to now. And I just remember that that night, my mom, me and my brother was going to go out and get something to eat. And my mom literally just said, just said this. And now, like, myself now would understand what she was saying, but eight, like, I was 19 at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was still, like, growing. She literally just said, you need to stop, spend, stop spending so much money. You got food out here at the house. And I literally just snapped on her, this mm-hmm. anger. I'm just like, why are you so worried about my pockets and all that stuff? Like, like I'm just want to go get food and everything. And she got like, she got upset, and I got angry to the point I ran away. Mm. I literally walked out of the house, and you know, my brother had literally had to come find me. And I was literally just walking on the street. That's it. And I'm just like really depressed and sad. And until I was crying in the car, and my mom she came in there. I was just crying. She was just like, one thing I love about parent, mothers, not against my father. I love my father dearly. But my, like mothers, they can feel a son's pain. That's why I always say a mother and a mother and son's bond is different from a father and daughter's bond. Because like my mom felt my pain from a distance. And when she said, like, what's wrong, talk to me. And I'm just like, I literally just said this. I was like, I feel tired. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you mean you're tired? I was like, I'm tired of everything. Everything is like pressure. It was like pressure was against me. I felt like I felt like everybody was against me back in 2018, and it was like, man, I don't, I hate feeling like this, and it's like it's horrible because people don't realize my story. I like as a kid when I first came into the world, I tell people like my brother asked for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like that's the one thing I tell people like I wasn't like I wasn't supposed to be in this world. I tell that's why I tell people and like my brother asked to be to be here. And at the time, my brother asked my mom, like, hey, she's, my brother said, hey, I want a little brother. My mom was already pregnant when my brother said that. Mm-hmm. And the funny part is, my brother, I tell people, my brother chose me. He, he already, my brother, I always say, my brother already saw me before my parents saw me. That's how the power of God works, man. And, like, I remember my mom always told me this story, my, like, when I first came. Your bro- she said, your brother checked how many toes and, f- and fingers you had. And I'm just like, 
why would he do that? And she's like, he just did that to make sure he had a little brother. So <laughs> every day, like, bro, my brother, like to this day, my brother's like 25. He still protects me. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm still the baby and stuff. And I'm older. He Is always he the one that dropped you off. Yeah, and he was like, he was telling me, I only got one brother. I don't have no. That's the only brother I have. Okay. That's it. So he literally just like he was telling me, <laughs> it cracked me up. He was like. He's like, man, he, it doesn't matter how old you get. I still, I, he's like, I'm your protector. Now, I, he used to call me little brother. Now I'm his big little brother because I got mm-hmm. older. Yeah. But, like, I tell people my story because people don't realize, like, I used to have a huge bad speech impediment. I did not like talking in front of people. And then, like, my writing skills were horrible. I used to be in them, like, special class, like, I'm not, well, special, cl- not special class, but them, like, other class where you need extra help in. Mm-hmm. Used, that used to piss me off as a kid because I felt like at the time, I felt like people was against me. And plus, I felt like people were just like betraying me. Like I was like, I'm okay. Like I, I don't really need extra help. I just need somebody. You know, you just, sometime in life you need just need that extra boost, encouragement. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. know, and my mom, of course, my mom believed in me. But sometimes I felt like like some back in elementary to middle school, I felt like none of my teachers believed in me mm-hmm. because like it felt like at the time like I was wasting their time. And it's like, dang, like y'all couldn't be patient. Like I'm, I'm just a kid. I'm just, I'm trying to learn. And you know, my writing skills were just horrible. Grammar, my God, they used to literally write in my paper my grammar skills, and like mm-hmm. show me like what I did incorrect and all that stuff. And then like when I got to high school, I started. That's when I started seeing some teachers actually believe in me. And like one, my two favorite teachers, I would say, Mr. Con- is Mr. Connors, Mr. Doherty. Mr. Doherty is my Latin teacher, and Mr. Kahn was my biology teacher. And, like, I tell people, people, like, get so shocked to this day. They was like, you took Latin in high school? I'm just like, well, I too. Yeah, as I'm saying, at the time, I had to take Latin because I was in the medical field, so I needed to learn about the med- medicines and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was like, also, I took Latin. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of roots. That's what I'm saying. And, like, yeah. at the time I was in high school, I was like, man, Latin. Though. I was like, I, like, when I looked some of the medicines, I was like, man, none of this stuff is in Latin. Like, it's stupid. I was too busy worrying about the words in La- thinking they was in Latin, but it's still in English. But it's like, I think it's like the prefixes just stuff. The roots, and yeah, the, yeah root and that's when I learned from that. I learned all that stuff uh, from anatomy, physiology in high school, and I'm just like, yo, okay, like I don't see why I took. I Did you learn a lot of stuff from Latin? Because I remember I took Latin in high school and I didn't learn anything. <sighs> I ain't gonna lie well, to I, you. I had a different teacher too, though. I learned. Probably to how to translate, not like the word, like not to say it, like not say it to y'all, but on paper. Okay. Cause like I ain't gonna lie, when I took Latin, when I took um Latin one, I was struggling hard. Cause mm-hmm. Latin is of course is a dead language, but it's so many, so much. It comes with philosophy. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't know, but it was like, dang. And I was like, I the first, I think, I'm trying to remember how they used to say. I think it was first quarter grades. I had a D. Yeah, yeah. I had a D in Latin, bro. I'm just like, I told my mom. I'm definitely going to fail this class like, because I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And my mom just said, the one thing you better not say again, you can't do nothing because God works mysterious way. And my my, my, my teacher, Mr. Doherty, we had a parent-teacher conference. He always he told my mom, he's like, I got Matthew. Don't worry about it. Now, to hear somebody, a teacher said, I got him, that boosts my like, encouragement up to let mm-hmm. me know that somebody actually has faith in me and believes in me. So... I came back on the second quarter of grades. I went to a 72 to a 97 that quickly because it was like it was a boost of confidence I need. Yeah, I and think confidence is really important when oh it comes my to God. work ethic. Oh, mm. Especially when you got people around you that are like telling you like it's not even 
it's I think it's fine to tell people that they're doing badly, but if you just say that and that's it, you don't say anything like I I, I know you and I know you right. can do better. Then that's like, important. Like I was saying one of my discussions, I was like, man, it's the small things of encouragement that sometimes we need. It's, it can be even a stranger can say that to you, mm-hmm. and that can just boost your confidence yeah. up. And I'll just like go into. Uh, that's why I went to sing, like I said senior year because people ask me when do you start doing like poetry, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I was like honest truth, and people laugh to this to this day. I was like honest truth, I learned poetry a little bit poetry t- from Tupac, <laughs> but the thing Jeez. is about his poetry was like revolutionary, mm-hmm. and it was like I can yeah. speak from that. But if you really honest truth want to know how I like really felt in love with poetry and I start connected to it and I express how I feel, it was my brother. I read a lot of my I read a lot of my brother's poetry back when I was in high school, and to hear like to read a lot of his poetry in high school, how he was feeling at the time, I was like, "Yo, this dude's not from this world," because like I always tell people, people I always tell people like my brother has an old soul, but my brother said, "No, my Matthew has an old soul," and yes, I do have an old soul because I love listening to old school R B music like Temptations and O J S and all that stuff, but. To read some of my brother, because my brother had a poetry about our grandfather. Mm. And our grandfather was like our best friend. And like he passed when I was like four and when my brother was seven. And you know, my brother at the time, I think as a young age, he never understood what was going on. Okay, that was his best friend. Now at four years old, I understood where my grandfather was going because he was gonna go to a better place and stuff. So it was like to read some of his poetry about our grandfather, it hit me hard because it was like I didn't know he felt like this about our grandfather. Mm-hmm. It's like one thing, because another thing I tell people, we never got to meet our gra- grandmother, our, our mom's mom. She passed back, I think, 74, I think. Wow. And, like, we never got to meet her. And, like, I remember I said one thing. I said, it hits hard when you never met the creator of your creator. Mm-hmm. And, like, my brother, because I, I ended up putting a song called um, by Asa Ferg, said Grandma. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, it, it hits different because I never got to meet her. And, like, I see my aunt. My aunt told me, like, well, you kind of see her every day. And I'm what do you mean? Look at your mom. I look at the first time ever. I think I saw a picture of my grandma for the first, probably, I wouldn't say first time, but, like, a good, clear picture was probably two years ago. And I looked at my mom, like, my mom and my grandma picture. I looked, I was like, yo, that's creepy but eerie but cool at the same time. I was like, yo, I really do look alike. And, like, one thing my aunt said, your mom kind of acts like your grandma, too. And I'm just like, I was like, interesting. I didn't know we that. We all become our mothers, right? Yeah, that's what I'm just like. That, that's pretty dope. But like, but like, like I said again, my brother, he taught me. He made my, I would say, he made my writing skills improve a lot, because he used to. I ain't gonna lie. I tell people, yes, he used to do my papers back in high school, like <laughs> back in middle school and high school, because I my writing skills was horrible. But he made me like grew to the kind of person I am now today in a poetry way because mm-hmm. I always remember he said he always said life is about it's kind of poetry it's kind of poetic he says everything has a story to it but sometimes sometimes a, a poetic story can be sad it can be motivated sometimes or, you're just not looking at yeah man he's like sometimes people try he said sometimes and the one thing he cracked me up he said sometimes people do try too hard on their poetry I was one of them I try to get his approval so bad when I first do a poetry because I always tell him I was like, hey Bro, read this. Is this good and everything? And he would read it, and he was like, uh, "I don't know what this means. I don't know what you're saying here." And he's he just like, to put like, big interesting words in there. Yeah, and that's what I was doing yeah. at the time, putting big interesting words. 
And he would just tell me, you're doing too much. Just write how you feel. You don't have to write everything, like everything that has to be perfect. That's that's the one thing I had to learn about. Stop. Everything don't it's always. such a weird idea, too, because you, like, you read his poetry and, and his words, like, really spoke to you. And I'm assuming if they spoke to you, then they were from a, a, a deep place within him. And he was just writing whatever he felt, and it was like not a lot of filters on it. And he wasn't really thinking about what he was writing. He was just writing down whatever he thought. That's the thing. He wasn't. Like, sometimes he would be thinking, he would think of it, and he would just write it down, and I'd be like, wow, bro. Like, that's mind-blowing. But, like, I start to, like, when he starts saying that, everything don't have to be perfect. That's when I start growing. I started, like, learning. And, like, when I got to, like, my freshman year of college, I write about a little bit of poetry. I gave it to him. He's like, eh, he's like, okay, you're getting a little better. And then sophomore year. You're going to have some shitty poems for sure. I I could let y'all read some of them (laughs) if I still have some. But sophomore year, I started to grow. Sophomore year, I started doing motivational quotes, made up ones I did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was telling me, he would read my motivational ones. And he's like, maybe you just need to stick to motivational quotes. Because he's like, your motivational quotes are, like, very just strong and deep and good delivery and message. And he read one of them. And he was like, okay. He said, this is good. He said, man, just stick to that. Now, now my junior year when I came to MTSU, that's the thing. That's the difference I tell people. MTSU to Motlo, it was totally different. I changed because Motlo, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I mean, I was going to be a physical therapy and then stuff. I got my social degree doing it, but it was like, eh, what am I really going to do with it? Mm-hmm. And junior year, that's when I first came. When I first came to MTSU, and my mom was like, you know what? You'd be a good motivational speaker. I didn't even know at the time motivational speaking you get paid. I didn't know that. And I was like, you know what? What, 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 like, what degree does motivation speakers do? And my mom said, well, you kind of need to work on your communication skills. She's like, you, and I was like, mm, I was like my communication skills are good. Like, I don't think, like, I could, like, at the time, I, could talk, I knew how to talk to people in front of people. I was fine with it. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do communication. You know, I did communication. And I was like, social, well, degree I'm at is social and cultural influence. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do communication. Oh my God, there's so much to communication that I didn't know about, like theories. Oh, the cat. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> yeah, but I just realized that, um, I realized communication had theories. Man, I can go theories, criticize, uh, criticize, no, no, criticization, sorry. Um, what else? Um, I'm trying to remember, there's more to it, I think. Oh, statements, uh, opinions, and of course speaking. But that's why I said my junior year, I start my poetry improved a lot. That's when I start. That's when like I would say actually communication actually helped with my poetry because I started talking about mm-hmm. topics that everyday life we're going through. Like of course Black Lives Matter. But I was start I started getting deeper into it. I was talk like one one of my poetry, I was talking about space. <laughs> but it was like As I, in space the thing that's above us or the thing that's uh as in like there's space always between around us. us, yeah. Well, I was talking about above us, bro. I was literally talking about like me just just glowing. No, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say glow, just floating. This floating, not worrying about nothing. Mm-hmm. Let everything if er, control what I can control. That's it. And it was just like, man, like if I can do this in life, I would have no worries and no pains no more. About have you that. ever mm-hmm. have you ever thought about or uh, have you ever published anything or thought about publishing anything? 
why are you about like the fifth person said that? I don't know, man. I'm Bro, just curious. I I, it's just cause it's just because it's a passion of yours, and you do it a lot, and you have a lot of things I written down. I literally had friends ask me, "When are you gonna start publishing all your quotes and stuff?" Even my mom was tell, um, talking to me about. It's not really uh, that expensive anymore. It's fact, not. I didn't even know that for free. Yeah, but even really my nice. mom was telling me, like, some of the quotes you need to get them trademarked. You <laughs> really do. She's like, cause a lot of them quotes that she's like, a lot of quotes you're saying. I bet a lot of people never made before. And I'm just like, I'll ask her like, how, like, how we do that? And she's like, she's like, she's like, well, she's like, I will look. She's like, I'm gonna look at some stuff and we we can figure it out. But like. A lot of the poetry I read, I even read it to myself. Sometimes I get confused. I'm like, what the hell I was writing about? I was like, well, I was writing about this. And I'm just like, okay. And I'll read it. And like one poetry I think I was talking about was, I think, I was, I think it was self-love I talked about. And I actually made myself cry reading it mm-hmm. because I was reading it. Because when I read it, I thought I was talking about somebody, but I was really talking about myself. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, this this is crazy, man. Like, I'm really reading my own poetry that makes me cry. And I'm just like, I even let uh, my brother read it. And my brother said, your poetry, he said, he said what? Because we call each other Oos. Oos means brother in Samoan. But he was okay. like, Oos. He's like, it's not perfect. But he said, well, damn. He said, well, damn it. You accomplished it, though. Because it's, it's, it's meaningful. It's un- We understand what you're saying. Because at the time, nobody could understand about my poetry at the time. I can just write about a mess, a message that I would, it just come to the top of my head. But, like, now I can write. Because most of I ain't going to lie. Most of the poetry I wrote, I was high. I ain't going to lie mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, I was you high. But now I write, oh, my God. Like, even when I, when I leave here, I'll probably be in the car just thinking about something. Because my brother said I'll be in deep thought process a lot. To a point that he has to snap his fingers and be like, Matt. You good? Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm just thinking about something. He's like, you gonna write about it? Yep. You know, I gotta write about it. And there's a lot of stuff like that's even some poetries I've written. I never showed it to people. Like I like some poetries that I've written like probably before I came to MTSU mm-hmm. that were really I ain't gonna lie, they're really dark. That was a time that I was really in like a dark place in my time, and I was just really, just really hurt. I was, I think I was hurt. I was hurt with myself, but there was some people involved too. I was hurt about it. Really was like I, some people thought I thought so-called was friends at the time. That's why I don't say friends. I just say writers and guiders. That's it. But it was just like stuff like portrayal used. Well, trust, trust is a big one in there. But you know, and probably like a slap in the face. Mm. And you know, and that's why I tell people like people like man like Matt like why you don't like people even ask me. Hey, why you don't come outside that much? I don't come outside that much because I always say I'm hibernating. Mm-hmm. People say hibernating like cause like with animals. But when I say I'm hibernating, when I'm hibernating, I'm at home. I'm at home. I'm reading. Yeah. I'm I'm getting myself prepared for the unknown. Because a lot of times, a lot of us, we do not get prepared for the unknown. Like, for example, death. A lot of time, like at the time, like I tell my parents, I'm praying that this day don't come even sooner or not. I don't pray against but I was like you know mom I tell mom and dad when that day comes I want to grieve but I want to be prepared for it I don't want to be this when I grieve I'm like the time I was at when my grandmother I was just lost mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do I, I had I, a similar experience when I when my grandma passed away it's not fun it's not fun at all it hurts because mm-hmm. it's like here's a woman like of course like of course my grandmother this was the my dad's mom 
And you know, this she's the creator of my my other creator. So it was like it ha- it's happened all of a sudden. Cause the thing is the day she died back in twenty twenty, but like on Sunday. Well, like Sunday morning, because I remember how it oh my goodness, it, it gets me it gives me goosebumps talking about it because I was this one was at our old house mm-hmm. and my brother I think my brother was at a friend's house and my mom came in there because one thing people don't know I get scared when people wake me up I get like to a point like my PTSD kind of goes mm-hmm. up and I'm just like mm-hmm. I, I like kind of defend myself and my mom had to like Matthew Matthew I was like huh what she's like go in there calm down your uh, your dad I'm like what's wrong with him because I can literally hear him crying yeah. from the other room what's wrong with him? He's like, he's like, his mama just passed. I'm like, grandmama? He's like, yeah. I was like, grandma? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, shoot. And like, one thing, I never see my father cry. And his cry hurt. Like, I see my mom cry. It, it, it makes me upset seeing her cry. But seeing him cry, it hurt. It hurted me. Because cause people don't realize my dad was the only boy. Mm-hmm. And like, when she passed, it hurt him. Like, he was crying. He literally, it's how, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you this. It literally made him, it hurt him so much that he cried. He put himself to sleep. Mm. And I, I fell asleep right beside him. And, you know, when he woke up, I was just talking to him. And, that, and I was, because we used to, at our old house in our kitchen, we had TV. Mm-hmm. And I was watching TV. He was behind me. And I just started, I heard sniffling. I'm just like, oh my God, he's about to do it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my God. He started crying. I'm just like, oh, I was like, Lord, please give us strength because. This man, because I always look at my dad as Superman, no matter to this day. And, you know, my dad, I always tell people, my dad's the nonchalant dad. He's cool. He can talk to you. He talked to you about life, but still, don't get fucked up. He can still be, he can still put, he can still hurt your feelings. This would be real. Mm-hmm. And, like, like I tell people, my parents, I tell people, my parents are sweethearts, but in a day, they can still be parents and put you in your place. But it would just really see him that day, it really hurted me. And I just remember going to the funeral i was going I, I even read a poetry about my grandma i read that poetry i think i read the poetry probably i want to say two days before the funeral and you know i ain't gonna lie that poetry was probably the first poetry that i actually have a hard time writing about because you know i mean i know i didn't really see me and my brother didn't really see our grandmother a lot most time we saw, if we saw her, we was like going to our great great grandmother's house or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, but last time we saw her, we was probably like, I would probably say like, I maybe middle school. I was in middle school or elementary. I don't, I don't really remember. But like, I had poetry ready, writing like ready to speak. And I was about to speak it. My auntie went up there, but I was like, you know what? It's fine. Like I wasn't really upset about it. But like, I let my mom read it. And my mom was like, why did you not read this poetry? Because the poetry was like really, I really went deep into it. Like to a point that it would probably would make my pops cry again. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, at the time, I went to I went to Walmart. That's when Becky was still there. Mm-hmm. I went to her. I was like, hey, Becky, I need, because um, I even put in for it. I put in because she, we literally had her funeral on Halloween. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I was going Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, I need to uh, be off Friday and Saturday. And she's like, 
she's I was wondering why she's I wonder why you was putting it in. She's I declined it for a reason because everybody was off on, on Halloween. Yeah. And I told her, well, the reason why I need to be off because my grandmother just passed. And I'm be a, me and my brother, I'm gonna be a pallbearer. And she was like, she just froze. And she was like, she said, is that your dad's mother? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh my god. She's like, let me. She said, let me go ahead and put uh, like put grievance time and pay for it. Of course, mm-hmm. I got paid for it. Yeah. But it was like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Holding that casket, of course, I was trying to hold all my emotion in because like people don't realize holding a casket is like, it's heavy. It's it is really it heavy. It's really I, heavy. I it, like yeah. even though that I uh, even though that I tell people I work out and stuff. I felt dead like weight is really, really oh heavy. my god man you don't know and like because it's it was six of us three on each mm-hmm. side and you know and my brother i think my brother my brother and cousins they was on the left side and then my other cousin and me we was on the right side so we when we got to the grave and i always tell people this you think six people would be enough but man oh man oh, i man, remember when i was doing it doesn't it, matter I, it my doesn't legs matter. were really hurting that's why i was saying. like i can't stop like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be there and if you don't realize this. you can be the strongest person you gotta understand, dead weight plus the casket weight. That's oh my, it's a lot. And you know, like I said, when we got to the grave site, and I always tell people this, and I think this quote is so true. I said, a lot of us gets ready for reality. Reality is like a mental. It's a mental preparation, being prepared mentally and emotionally that something, something the unknown is going to happen, and we might not ready for the reality to happen. But the real, the real hits harder than the reality. And I told, and like my brother. What do you mean? How is the real different from the reality? The real, when when you realize you won't see that person physically no more. And you know, I always say, especially when somebody passed, the real gets hard because when you start seeing that casket lower to the ground, and then you start seeing that dirt cover Mm -hmm. that casket, the real hits hard because it makes you feel like, oh my God. I'm not going to be able to see that loved one no more. Mm-hmm. And it hurts differently than the reality. Because the reality, like I said, mentally, mentally, reality, mentally and spiritually, you know they're still there with you, heart and mind. But the reality, sometimes physicality is just something different than mentally. Physicality, I can go to you and hug you and just tell yeah. you I love you. Mm-hmm. But like, seeing that, man, it hit me. But I, I hold it. But my dad, I know he would just, st- it was still hurting. But I was, it, I think it hurt me the most seeing my aunties because that was the I don't, mother. I don't remember, I, I don't remember exactly where I heard this, but I'm pretty sure this is true that um, if you, if you leave an, if you leave like an infant, like a newly born infant for, I think, I think it's, it's not very long. It's like maybe a year. Mm-hmm. And if they have no physical contact, like no hugging or anything, they'll die. That's interesting. They, yeah, they'll just die. I never heard of it. And that's, and that's kind of eerie because like, I know, because I remember when we had the funeral, um, I know my auntie, she asked me and my brother, do we want to uh, ride in limo? I was like, no. Nah, like, uh, my dad said, no, nah, they're going to ride um, together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I saw my cousins with their kids and stuff. And it's so eerie. I didn't hear no crying from the kids. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. Because, I mean, I saw my cousins, my, like, well, they are like, I look at my cousins, they're all four girls, they're older than me, but I look at mm-hmm. them like sisters. But I saw them crying, but the kids, I mean, I don't know if they probably it didn't really, they didn't understand what was going on, but it was very interesting because I know when I was four and when my granddad passed, I don't know, I knew what was going on. I knew he was going to go to a better place. And I remember my mom said I went up there, gave him a kiss on the forehead. And, you know, 
sometimes people don't realize that's what I'm saying going back to mental health the mental health you can hold that I think I was holding that in too at the time four years mm-hmm. old to like 18 because I ain't gonna lie to you I tell people my pride got a lot like had a lot to do with it because one thing at the time I was so mad at people that I was I don't even know why I was mad at them for and you know my I tell people us, us men's pride I always say this is what I say people probably say I'm wrong for saying this but I always think a woman can probably break a man's pride. Sometimes, you know, one thing, and the crazy part is people say, like, what do you mean by that? The one thing us men, we just want is somebody to listen to us. Listen, same thing as a woman. A woman wants, a woman wants somebody, them to listen. But also us men, we just, I don't know, sometimes we just, we think our, we let our pride get in the way. We just don't want, like, we don't want to talk about it because we just it's like the old-fashioned, like, yeah. hold it in, men don't cry. Yeah, and, and I ain't going to lie to you. A woman's gonna listen. They gonna listen. They gonna listen about your pain because they want to know more about you. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that's what I had to learn. I had to learn to tell people how I feel and express mm-hmm. because, like I said, my pride got in the way a lot of times to the point that my mom. I tell people, my mom, auntie broke my pride. They broke my pride probably. Yeah, probably eighteen. I broke. I think that's the first time I actually cried at eighteen because sometimes a woman. A woman can bring, like, I say, of course, a woman, but a mother and an auntie can bring you back to reality. Tell you what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And you think, because at the time, at the kid, I was just thinking, oh, nobody can't tell me nothing. I know everything, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I always tell myself, you, when you think you know everything, then people don't want to fool with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and mm-hmm. at the time, my, my mom and auntie, they put me in like, my place. And that's when I started, you know, expressing more. I started telling people how I feel. And, you know, even in relationships, I even start telling, expressing how I feel in relationships. Sometimes I still, I'm still learning about that. I'm still growing. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how old you get, you're still learning. Your brain, people say your brain stops developing at 25. I don't believe in that. Really? I, I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that because at the end of the day, you still know what right and wrong is, no matter what. I mean, you be, you can be 45 years old and you still probably don't know how to learn. You still learn about a laptop. Every day, every day, every day, life, we're still learning about stuff. Do you think that learning gets harder as you get older, though? I don't think so. I don't think so. Ain't no such thing asking for help and Mm -hmm. and asking like you want to learn something new. Hell, I even I even asked my dad like at the time I even asked my dad, "Can you teach me how uh, how to um, put a tire in the car?" And he was like, "Okay." It's not the wrong, bro. This is the one thing. This is one thing us humans we have afraid doing asking, because mm-hmm. we're afraid to ask. We fr- we're afraid to ask somebody because we feel like we're gonna get judged, mm-hmm. and we get ju- And I ain't gonna lie to you, humans. We judge people, even based of course skin, sex. But hell, we even get judged based off our opinions. We get judged. Hell, there's probably even people because what y'all on YouTube? Are y'all on YouTube? Or, YouTube. There's Spotify, even gonna be people whatever. judging y'all where y'all where y'all yeah. at. For sure, and that's just, so. and that's, I think, of course, it's wrong, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I tell you you're gonna have y'all's haters. I'm gonna tell y'all that now. now y'all gonna have y'all's haters, but I ain't gonna. But We're the, ready. But We're but, but but realize this: your haters are the most ones gonna motivate you the most to mm-hmm. go up big, do something, the impossible. Because I always learn. Because me, I always tell people with my well, I call them my enemies because I love my enemies regardless of what I tell my enemies. Y'all keep. Yeah, keep throwing jabs at me, please, dude. Because I mean, I'm dodging them, but y'all just making me stronger every day. Yeah, exactly. Of what. There's a really importance in like being the role of or 
being an enemy to someone. Yeah, and you know, and that's the one thing. Because another thing, I even had um, a guy last semester ask me because I, because I, me, I cust, I like customized. I even, I even have a customized hoodie on. Yeah, I, I customized, mm-hmm. and you know, all if people don't realize, all the customized like clothes I did is for my quotes or poetry. And I had one dude said, "Bruh," he said, "That hoodie looks ugly," and I just like, "Oh, thanks, bro." He just looked at me. Oh, you ain't gonna get mad about anything? And I just said, "Well, I will tell you this: on my shirt, on my chest, right now, it says Revolutionary Poet. That's I'm gonna be. That's what I'm gonna be in my life. What you gonna be in your life? Because eventually, you might be working for me." And he just looked at me. He's like, mm-hmm. "Well, like that's how you feel. It's not how I feel. It's just how it probably it, that might happen. You never mm-hmm. know. Like I said before, God works mysterious ways." And you know, I always tell like even like when my professor, she was telling me something. No, I think it was my Motlo professor. He black dude. He just said, he said the one thing. He said one thing about life. I never understood I, at the time. They understand, but I was understood. I understand now. He said one thing about life. Life is like a roller coaster. He said you can write. He said you can put your hands up and wave and just enjoy the ride, or you can just keep hitting every bumps. And just fall down all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, at the time, I was like, that don't make no sense what you're talking about. Like, what that got to do with me in life? But now I see what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Now, in life, sometimes you got to balance everything in life. You have to. There's no mm-hmm. such thing that you can just do this all along. You can do this and then just leave that in, in the dirt. It's not. Like, even, like, at the time, even in life, you have to balance relationships. That's just how it is. You got mm-hmm. even personal life, family. You got to balance a school, work. At the time, I couldn't do all that. And I ain't going to say, yeah, I said couldn't because it, it was hard. But it's like this. you didn't. I didn't have the resources. I didn't know how. I didn't. I need to learn it more. But now, if you ask me, Matt, do you think you do all that? I mean, yeah, I know I can do it. But it's like. You got to try. Though. Yeah, you got to try. Thing. And, you, you know, and the one thing, you know, one thing, a lot of things. I like learning from people, new people. I don't care if, because I always believe, I always told my mom, you know, I always told my mom, you know, they always said teacher teaches the student, but also the student can teach the teacher about something too. Mm-hmm. It's always a new, you can learn new things in life. And it's like, even like learning about y'all having a broadcast, it made me, hell, it makes me want to kind of do a damn broadcast because I even had a dude uh, telling me on Wednesday in my class, he's like, do you ever think about doing broadcast? And I'm just like, Hmm, I was like, that's interesting, cause I got two friends who doing broadcast, hmm. and I'm just yeah, like, yeah. but it's like, it's fun, and, and that's what I'm saying. And like, it like looks. I really try to learn a lot from them, and that's what I'm yeah. saying, cause like, it looks fun what y'all doing, because I'm just like, they're doing their own thing, they're speaking stuff that everyday life. Cause I even looked at the one Mike, he was talking about music and movies, yeah. and I'm just yeah. like, that's Mike for you. I was like, you can't mm-hmm. get mad at guy. And oh yeah, hold on, shout out to Mike, cause I heard he got married and stuff. He did. I, I didn't know. Congratulations, it was an but. It was so um, good. That's a blessing. That's the one thing, you know. That's the one thing. See, I tell people. People really ask beautiful, me. Beautiful dude. I was there. I, I was saw so they nice. pictures. I saw they pictures. I was like, he looks happy. Mm-hmm. He, is, he looks happy. Seemed like it was a really, really beautiful day. And I did know he, he cried. Did he cry? Huh? Did he cry? I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but he probably cried. He probably cried on like the honeymoon <laughs> or some shit. Maybe. Yeah. I know. Sure. Honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like the typical like honeymoon, go have sex. I, I tried he's, to ask him about marriage when he was on here, and he was kind of like. He wasn't really giving me a whole lot. Yeah, he was just kind of like, oh, you know, it's, it's not really that different. I tell people, uh, people ask me, do I ever want to be married? 
look, I just said, I just said this. Right now, I'm just gonna say this. I tell people laugh about it. They said, Matt, you a trip. I'm married to myself. <laughs> I'm married to myself. When I say I'm married to myself, I mean I love myself, but I'm working on myself mm-hmm. to be able to get married. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. and to be yeah. And my thing is, it starts with you first. You gotta love yourself first. If you don't love yourself, then you ain't gonna love nobody. That's the one thing I had to learn. I didn't love myself. I was giving. I tell this to people. I was giving so much back to the world. I wasn't giving back to myself. To a point, that's what made me go through a, a slippery slope. That's what they call it. And I was like, you know what? My um my counselor told me maybe you need to start focusing on yourself and start focusing on other people. Maybe you stop stop focusing on people's happiness and start focusing on your own happiness. Because I realize now, because I took a class last semester, my fall semester called I took a class of philosophy of happiness. And the Is one, that happiness? That's uh, what it was. Yes, philosophy of happiness. I learned so much about that class. Huh, and the one thing my professor said, and one day, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna make a t shirt out of it. I don't care what nobody said. People probably say you uh, copyright, I don't care. He said one thing was very true, and people can probably say, Matt, you wrong for this. He said, sometimes when you come to your happiness, you got to be selfish. You got to be selfish when you come to your happiness. You can't, you got, you got, he said, you have to, you have to focus on your happiness because he's a, in the world we live in, a lot of people will take your happiness for granted and take it yeah. away from you. Yeah, I see what you're going And with. I'm just like, I'm just like, man, that's so interesting, man, because I, I felt at the time giving to, giving stuff to people, I thought that would make me happy. It just made me worse. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like, I can't trust nobody. It made me feel like if I give you, if I buy you this, would you do the same for me? And I'm just like, when I tell people, like, not even buy it, it's like materialistic is not a big thing for me. It's not. I don't care materialistic. It won't last for long. I always mm-hmm. say, but love can last. Regardless of way, if you you have you have dislike for the person, but you still gonna have you still gonna have a like maybe a small percentage or a medium, but you still gonna have love for that person. And, you know, I tell people, I'd rather have the love than the materialistic. And, you know, I have, you know, there's some people that I have beef with. Well, I'm not beefing with them. They have beef with me for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, I'm a teddy bear. That's why I tell people mm-hmm. I'm a sweetheart. Yeah, I think so. It, uh, as long you don't piss me off. And when I say piss me off, I'm not saying that to a point that I'll physically hurt you or say something mean. I think but, you give people a lot of chances, too. Yeah, I give. That's what I'm saying. I give a lot of people chances. But the most common one I get pissed off when people don't be they self. When people have to when people have to be something that they're not. Mm-hmm. And that shit pisses me off. Just be you, bro. I'm not gonna judge you. Hell, I mean, one thing I learned from philosophy of happiness, if you be yourself and you love yourself, then you won't worry about nothing in life. Mm-hmm. And now I can finally say it as me now. And people ask me, like, I remember um, I was watching another broadcast, and it's called I Am Athlete. And mm-hmm. they was asking um, a football player, Brandon Marsh, he said he always um, he always gave, he always ranked, asked people a ranking of their uh, happiness. One, they're not happy. Ten, their happiness. And, you know, I can finally say rank-wise with that, I would say my happiness is probably, I would probably 7.5. You round it up, it's 8. And the reason why I, I don't think is it won't, it will hit a 10 when I graduate college in the summer. Mm-hmm. That's that's the one time. But right now it's an eight because I'm still still trying to get to graduation. I'm still trying to get to twenty three because people don't realize being a black kid, a black kid in America, every age is so important for mm-hmm. a black man. Especially me. 
And like especially because I even tell people at the time I got pulled over twice at MTSU just for walking. Mm. I got pulled over because of the clothes I wear. I literally, y'all know I, I love wearing hats. That's just how I am. Mm. I wear hats. I match. I have matching clothes. I'm literally walking. I was walking to my brother because he picked me up. That he was picking me up. I was literally walking to my brother's car. I was walking from because I was walking from uh, Sanders Fine Arts, my night class. That was like I think my introduction in music. I'm walking from there. Walking past the library, no, yeah, walking past the library. Only thing I hear, I didn't hear nothing because I had my AirPods in. Mm. Only thing I see is a reflection of red, red, blue, and white lights. At the time, I'm like, okay, they probably just pulled somebody else's over. And I hear, you know, they got the little speakers and stuff, and they was like, stop right there. I was just like, Hmm. now people, then you know, fear. With me, fear is don't. It's not a big thing for me. It's really not. It's. I I know that I'm gonna face new fears every day, but I'm I know I'm gonna conquer them no matter what. But a fear, a type of fear, being pulled over a police officer, that's a fear that it won't go away. It it won't go away because that was the time. That's the time the Black Lives Matter thing was starting to start, mm-hmm. and I got pulled over, and I'm just walking. He asked me where are you coming from. I'm just like I'm coming from my night class for Sanders Fine Arts. And he's like, where you heading? And I said, I'm heading to my brother's car to go home. And he said, now the one thing that pissed me off, he's going to ask me, do I go to campus here? Nah, yeah. bruh. I just walk around here, try and check out girls, and then try and beat up dudes. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bruh. You see me got back. I even have to show ID to him. I'm just like, he's going to say, well, you, he, it said you were a junior. Yes, sir. He said, it says you're 21. Yes, sir. Because on your MTS ID, it has all your records, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, he's like, he's like, I have to make sure because there have been some people who go to the MTSU don't come here and be uh, having problems. You, So you think, and this is the messed up part is there was people around us before he pulled me over. Mm-hmm. He put, he literally pulled me over. And I'm just like, because I literally had my hat, I had my hat, the customer hat says Revolutionary Poet. And I had it backwards that, because I don't put it face. I don't like wearing my hat like this. I like to put it backwards that people behind me can know that what I'm going to become soon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, him him doing that, it made, it put so much fear in me because it was like, man, to be honest with y'all, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't probably be sitting here with y'all. He could have shot me right then and there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you tell I got to the car, then that fear turns into rage. It turns into rage because you like, why me? I ain't do nothing. I'm just a black man trying to get my education. I'm just trying to graduate. I'm trying to be the first. I'm trying to be my the first grandchild on my side of fam- both side of family to graduate college. And people don't realize that's pressure. Mm-hmm. That's so much pressure, man. Because people, I have, I didn't even know at the time I had little ones, older ones looking up to me. I didn't because at the time, I'm just like, like I said, my pride. I was like, you know what? You can. I'm like over here, like, eh, you know, I don't care. You y'all look up to me. It is what it is. But I got older. I'm just like, wow they really do believe in me that's one thing in life you need you need a good support system you have mm-hmm. a good support system then you can do anything you achieve your mind to and the one thing my mom always said my mom was like she always said that she said if i ever hear anybody say you can't do it let me know mm-hmm. and i'm just like man that's a mom right there for you because like of course my dad he did the same thing but mom my mom had my back ever since i came to this world not saying that she had never had my brother but she does but like with me especially it's just like she heard so many people say i don't think he ever gonna ever comprehend understand Hell, he might be held back certain times mm-hmm. 
I never ever since elementary to high school, I never been held back or nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Now college, I did fail some classes. That's gonna be that's the one thing failure taught me. Failure taught me str- how to be stronger, how to bounce back even better. Yeah. And one thing, one thing, a lot of thing is, I always say failure. One thing I say, failure and embarrassments are almost the same thing. And I tell people, you need to be. Some people need to be embarrassed. What I mean by that, embarrassed means failure. You need to. You failure is not always bad. Sometimes failure becomes a lesson. A lesson turned into a blessing. And the one thing yeah. I tell people, you need to learn how to control pressure and failure because most people, I, I was one of them. I didn't know how to control failure because I always passed classes all the time. And the one thing I was like, yo, I told my, how do you deal with this? And my mom was like, well, you need to start looking at yourself in the mirror because that's the one thing people don't realize. You're the toughest opponent to yourself. And you don't, and you don't, if you don't fix the stuff what you're doing, God might fix it for you. You might not like it at all. Mm-hmm. And there's some certain things that I fixed in myself. Reading, reading more. That was the number one thing because I hate reading growing up. I couldn't stand it. My parents used to make me go read. I read two sentences and close my book. That's it. And I'd be like, you know what? And my mom's like, what you learn? The first word I learn is I. That's it. I, I I used to be a smart ass too as a kid. I'm still am. But she was like, "What's the first word you read? You read? I I ain't reading this book and close the book mm-hmm. and just be like, I'm done." And she would get so hot and like, but now she can't get a book. She she every time she called me, Matthew, what are you doing? Reading. All right, I let you go. Now she can't get me to start reading. Yeah. But the one thing, but that's the one thing I always say: the things you didn't like doing as younger, you like doing now. Mm-hmm. At the time, I didn't like sleeping. I love sleeping now. Time I didn't like reading. I love reading. At the time, I didn't like talking to people. I talk to people. Depends on the topic. And I'm like, one thing I told my mom. He's like, I was like, you know what? Because when she said I need to do communication, because communicate my communication skills wasn't really that top notch. I literally took public speak. I didn't even know they was public speaking at MTSU. I took public speaking one, two, three, and four. Damn. One. You ain't well, one. You gonna spe- you you just doing like baby speeches, like you ain't, you ain't really like that big shit, like talking about yourself. Mm. Public speaking too. Probably you're just writing paper a little bit. Like I was, it's like mostly powerpoints. You know? Yeah. Um, I think um, public speaking three is more like I think like communication theories, like theories that you believe in and you talk about. Now, the big ones is public speaking four. Public speaking for I think I'm, I think there was plenty of times that I could have pissed on myself because I'm in there talking to companies, mm. teachers, students, but it's like, but the thing is one thing about my professor, she said, you get to pick your topic, what you want to talk about. Of course, me, I did minds on motivation, ambition, poetry, and I even did minds on love. Mm-hmm. That I to a point that I didn't really I mean I understood what love was but it was like I mean what else I can really talk about yeah. but the biggest one I think I got of all of them it was probably motivation mm-hmm. because I think I made one I made one person from a company he told me you know you keep using your voice because he said understand he said understand like un, he he said his quote was very true. People don't realize an un, unheard voice, the knowledge, 
yeah, it's great to have the knowledge of it, but to speak the power of a change, it could spark something. And he would just tell me, just keep doing what you're doing, keep talking, keep motivating people. He said, hell, even keep motivating people that who don't even like you. And I'm just like, okay, yes, sir, and stuff. I even had one per- dude, this was when I took public speaking for my, I know I was a junior at the time. I think I took it my, I want to say my spring semester. And the one thing, I tell people that I ain't gonna lie. Actually, last semester I actually did cry at campus because this one dude. And this one dude, this is why I tell people your story. If you tell people your story, you never know. You might have similar stories to somebody, but you might have different outcomes. You might have different stories, mm-hmm. but you might have similar outcomes. You never know. But he came up to me. He's like, yo, he's like, hey, Matt. He said, you was in my public speaking class, would you? And he's like, I said, yeah. And he's like, and that's, and I, he, because I follow him, he followed me on Snapchat. And that's why I started doing like my poetry and motivational quotes. And he was just telling me, hey, man, I just want you, he said, I just want to say thank you so much. At the time, I'm like, what are you talking about? And I didn't know his girlfriend was right there. He said, man, thank you so much for what you've done for me. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Because he been following me. He still does follow me. He said, do 2018. To 2021 of last year, last year, okay, he grad, he he graduated last year in December. Mm-hmm. He said, "You saved my life." Now to hear somebody say that, man, it hits different because you actually did something. You did something. You did the right thing. Yeah. He told me your quotes and your poetry helped me help me do th- darker times in life. It helped me to re- you no, know, of course, remind. He said, remind myself, but also. Even through the darker days and the brighter days, God works mysterious ways. He can get you through it if you just call his name and trust and believe him. And he just told me, he's like, man, he's like, through all three years, he's like, I was suicidal. He's like, I was ready to quit everything. He's like, even my girl, he's like, he, he said he was close to breaking up with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to break up my girlfriend and be in, this, in it all. And I was like, you now I now thing is I saw tears coming out of my eyes and his eyes. And he would just tell me his girlfriend's like, Thank you so much. Because without your poetry and your words and encouragement, he I wouldn't have my man to this day. Cause I didn't even know they was together since they was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Now I tell you now love is true. Love is very it, it's I mean it's hard to find, but it's very true when you find the right one. And when she told me that, I was like he gave me a hug. He's like, man, I'm graduating in like next week, next Friday. And he's like, he told me, he's like, thank you, man. He's like, thank you so much because he's like, I'm doing the impossible that a lot of people didn't believe in him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I was like, I got so emotional to a point. I had to go to the bathroom and wipe all the tears out of my face because it's like, yeah, one thing, yeah, I'm doing something the right thing. I saved someone. Like, I, he said, I saved his life. But my words of encouragement and my poetry help, like, really help somebody. And some somebody that who deals with mental health. That's the one thing people don't talk, we don't talk about is mental health. We talk about so much what we go through physically and stuff, like somebody having, like, cancer. I understand that. That's, yeah, it's, it, it hurts. But mental health, man, it's it, it's hard. It really is, man. Like, I've yeah, been it's ha- different. It's really different, man. Like, when you start, when you start, you could be, like, I can say this. You could be fine today and tomorrow you just feel completely depressed. Mm-hmm. It comes out that's why I tell people depression 
it comes very slightly. It comes out of nowhere. And I tell people, depre- I would say depression is like, it's a side of you that is different. It's like a, it's like a, a bitterness, sadness, anger, and, pro- and I would actually say, I would say, yeah, kind of evil, evil side of you. I would say that because it's like a voice in your head, a voice that's saying, even a voice that is like not even encourage you. I even have like when I first discovered that I had depression, I started hearing voices in my head saying like, yeah, you ain't going to you're not going to achieve it. You're not going to pass anything you set your mind to. Like and like one of the voices said, you can just end it right now. And nobody would probably really care. And it was so oh my god, it was so hard. Now people ask me, have I ever think about doing suicide? No. Have I had suicide thoughts? Yes. It's a difference. Suicide, you just do it. You don't think. You just go ahead and do it. Suicide thoughts, I was just plotting what I'm gonna do. And you know, I told my parents about this, and they was like really shocked about it and stuff because when people don't really meet my brother, we both well, my brother, my mom, and me, we both all three of us deal with mental health. My mom and my brother, they deal with anxiety, uh, depression, anxiety. Uh, no, anxiety, depression. I just deal with depression, PTSD, and anger. And the one thing people ask me where I get the anger from, I get anger from being used so many times. Mm-hmm. And then depression, I just, depression came of this whole much, this whole, like, so much shit in. PTSD came at the time as, as I was a child. What happened to me? You know, I don't really speak on that because that gives me flashbacks and stuff. But just hearing that from him, it really, it made my, it, it made my light shiner, but it made my purpose bigger. It made my purpose because people forget their purpose in life sometimes. Your purpose is the most important thing. Why you here? What's your reason? And like I tell people, my I tell people now I'm, I know my reason. My reason is now to motivate people, to help people. Even though they they might not help you back, I always said my dad always said, no matter what, you may help them, but if they don't help you, well, I always remember that you gonna get your blessing at the end, no matter what. Don't always one day I always said, don't ever switch. When somebody don't do something for you, just remain being you. When you be main being you and keep it doing what you're doing, keep helping people, blessings gonna come through your way. But the one thing my pops taught me so well, and I tell people today, because I think our generation don't practice this at all, is patience. Patience mm-hmm. is a huge okay. key thing. My dad taught me and my brother patience at a very young age. It's not he taught us patience. Just not in material way, because at the time I was, I ain't gonna lie, I tell people, I mean, I kind of, kind of still am, but I was a spoiled kid. If I didn't get nothing my way, I was gonna cry. Even a toy or a video game, I, I was gonna cry. Y'all, I tell people, y'all gonna hear, y'all gonna hear every piece of my pain right now, because I want this toy. Everybody else got this toy. Why I can't get this toy? You know what? I, like one time I told my mom, I told my mom, you know what? Fill me up for the adoption. I was like, this ain't working. I was like, y'all, y'all not giving me what I want, and I will cry. But now I got older. I learned how to learn patience so much because now I tell people it took me patience where I'm at now to soon be graduating from MTSU. And, you know, I tell people when you patient, a lot of good things happen. I even had to teach some, I even had to teach some people how to talk, like how patience, I ain't going to say names, but I literally had to teach people how to do patience. And they like, they like my age, my age or like a little bit like y'all's age. And like people, some people, be saying what's patience all right what is patience and people say it's patience when you just you know wait for you just you just literally just wait 
yeah, it's like you wait, but you keep going. You keep doing what you're doing until that opportunity, uh, opportunity comes. Because I ain't gonna lie, I did make a mistake last last semester because I was supposed to do another internship. And I end up saying the opportunity was there for me, but I end up bullshitting it. I don't know why. I would, I guess I was just really just not feeling it. But I now, because I was waiting for that internship for the longest, being very patient. And, but keep doing, but I was still applying for other internships. Still keep doing, like keep doing what I was Wait, doing. Wait, the internship that you left? Uh, I think it was. A- it? it was actually like counseling, almost like yeah. stuff I would do. Like, because I tell people, I, I'm not only want to be a motivational speaker, but also I want to be a philosopher and counselor. Because like philosopher, I was questioning the world all the time. Always have. Always question the world so many times. Like I even used to like my mom used to tell me like no my pops used to say why you ask so many questions like I used to ask him questions about movies and he yeah. was just like Lord have mercy you just you ask so many questions to the point that he literally tell me you gotta watch the movie and understand mm-hmm. now he would do the same thing to me what what's going on pops you gotta watch the movie you, you can't question me you gotta watch it but that's what philosophy is philosophy is almost society what you it has rules to it regardless of what like I know my mom's biggest philosophy quote she always said and it, it goes to her, her father she said always say don't tell me what you're going to do show me what you're going to do and i see that a lot of people in our generation they a lot of people say what they want to do but they don't show no actions because i think some mm. people are some people are afraid for the opportunity they fear they fear that for they sure don't, i think I, there's a reason to that's what i think they fear the opportunity i feel like they go like because I mean, if i get this job and i do it but if what i mess up that's one thing. People, we think about so much about the negative stuff, but don't think about the blessing and the positive. I got the job. Like, that's why I tell people, there's, there's two differences between get to do job and I got to do job. Got to do job is like, I got to provide. Like, I have to, I got to provide for my family. I, I have no choice. But when you get to get to do job, I get to do this for a living. Something I love doing. Something that is going to set me for my rest of my life and that's going to help my family and put mm-hmm. food on the table. Oh man, that's a blessing. That's why I was looking at like, I look at NFL players. Some NFL players say, "Well, they do this because you know family and everything." But I see the ones like Tom Brady. He loves what he do. He got that get to do job. I get to do this. Look at the age he is now. This man, this man about is forty four years old, still wins Super Bowls. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. He loves what he does. When you love what you do, you don't really think of you don't really. I mean, I mean, yes, of course you think about the physical stuff that you got do to keep your body in shape but it's mostly mentally i think in life now is everything's mental game mm-hmm. everything is mentally and emotionally and spiritually and you know mentally you always have to tell yourself Man, can i do this if i can do this i'm gonna conquer it when i conquer it ain't nobody's gonna touch me. well i'm gonna say touch you can be touched but i'm saying ain't nobody's gonna break me from this I can do it. I can set it. It's going to, it's going to, uh, you, you basically going to say, I'm going to set records for this. That's why I always tell you, yeah. I'm trying to set records that nobody can beat. And, but my thing is, like, get to do job, man. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get to do job. What y'all doing is basically get, get to do. I get to do this. I get to do this broadcast, man. I get to love what I'm doing. Yeah, we don't get any money or anything. I just mm-hmm. like to do it. But I ain't going to lie to y'all. Listen, like I said before, you keep doing what you're doing. You keep busting your ass. You yeah, keep, you could definitely make a career. That's what I'm saying. You make it could. a career. Because people don't realize, I realize now, yeah, you need, yeah, a degree is good, but like this right here, mm-hmm. it's not really a degree. 
if you speak how you feel and you believe what you say, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, like I said, you're going to have haters, but you're also you have your believers. And your believers, and people don't realize your believers, they're going to set y'all, y'all's platform to the top. Even your haters. Haters going to probably say, there's going to be some haters that actually do care about y'all. Will mm-hmm. actually say, hey, y'all just need to fix on this and y'all be set. And then you're going to actually have your other, yeah, your haters going to be yeah, like. Yeah, there's different forms. Yeah, you're going to have your haters. Oh, y'all fucking suck. Yeah, like, y'all don't, I don't know why the fuck y'all doing this. <laughs> and y'all, yeah. like, the, y'all, and like, probably, some people probably be looking like, why the fuck y'all live in y'all's mama's basement? basement? And it's like, stuff like that. But realize that, stuff like that, it motivate y'all mm-hmm. motivate mm-hmm. y'all like yeah you get out of this but you can go to a bigger building let me ask you mm-hmm. how do you so you've got a lot of people that can come up to you and they say that their words whether it's poetry or your motivational speaks speeches are like inspiring to you inspiring to them how do you how do you stay humble with that and how do you not how do you not feel this pressure from those p- that people those people and that person from conflating the idea of who you are to them into as in like a false idea of yourself and how do you stay genuine you know you said that's i ain't gonna lie that question that's you know, it's i wouldn't say it's a hard question because there's big times i try to motivate people and then some people be like i mean i ain't trying to hear that shit i ain't trying to hear it i'm not gonna hear it i remain being me no matter what and you know one thing I can say I'm gonna say this. I know this one girl I went to high school with. Now, you know, I think I follow you on, on Snapchat. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I send motivational messages to everybody. You know that I send that to you too. Mm-hmm. I have some people say, appreciate for the motivation, man. I need this because I'm going through something right now. And then I had this one girl I went to high school with. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't like her. I really didn't. She didn't like me. I don't care. I don't care you don't like me or not. As long as you respect me and don't put your hands on me, you're good. But she said, stop sending me this shit. This shit ain't going to do nothing. It ain't going to help. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to stop sending. Now, I'm going to tell you this. How, this I'm, I'm really going to, I'm, this is going to really hit y'all right here. This is why I said God works mysterious ways and God will really be on your side. I said, you know what? I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm stopped sending this to this, but you have a blessed day. Tell me why that night, I'm looking at her snap, I'm looking at the Snapchat. You know, you look at stories. I'm looking at her mm-hmm. story. She literally put, uh, she literally took a picture. There's like five cops around her. Literally, I think she had busted tail light. Uh, when windows like apparently I think like you have your windows too tinted it's like yeah it's like I, against I, the I didn't law. even know that yeah it's about on. five police cars around her and she said she had to pay I think she had to pay like like a a thousand dollar fine for all that wow mm. now you said that question what you said staying genuine I'm always gonna stay genuine regardless of what even people say like stop sending me this shit. I'm still like I'm still gonna be me. I ain't gonna be an ass. Like I said before, my 18 year old self will probably say, "Well, fuck you." Like I hope you. I hope everything coming your life comes bad. Like mm-hmm. I hope I, I'll probably say, "I hope your mama get hit by a damn truck." But I'm saying that's when over you you grow. Well, it can come from both sides too, because like you know, there's there's like big celebrities out there that, that all these people love them. Yeah. And a lot of there's a good amount of those people who like they don't actually know who you really are and they're conflating this idea and if you get enough of those people then you can get confused about who you are and then you can say things that are more for the purpose of 
helping other people than actually what you believe, you know? That's the one thing I'm going to say. I don't want to be a celebrity. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. be rich. Don't, well, of course, you don't want to be poor. But want to be comfortable. But one thing I always say, I said this. I said, I have, I have a T-shirt on right now that I made it. I said, I'd rather have a rich mind than chasing them dollar signs. A rich mind, a rich mind is, I'm looking for quality. That's me. I'm not looking for money or anything. Money, money is, comes and goes. But mm-hmm. having a mind, you only get one mind. And one thing, like you said, one thing people don't realize, poor and rich are almost kind of similar. Mm-hmm. One thing, the one common thing, loneliness. You're going to be lonely. Yeah. No, mon- no matter what. One thing with, you know, poor, you ain't going to have people going to have pick you up and everything. Rich, you're going to have people ask you for money. You gonna have you gonna really gonna see who's your who really gonna be your riders and your guiders, and you gonna really see who been having your back since when you ever you gonna you gonna really see who have your back when you got this money, and you gonna see people come you gonna see you gonna see more people go than come, when you start saying no to people, saying no I'm not gonna give you no more money, then that's when poor and rich come together. You start feeling mm-hmm. lonely. You start seeing you start really like damn, people mostly care about money than my damn self yeah and that's what i'm saying i see some of these celebrities i'm like man y'all cool i'm like yeah it's cool to be a celebrity if people know you i'm a i'm different i don't want people to know me so well i mean i want people to know my words yeah. my work and stuff that's the different i want people to know my work instead of me because one thing i you know i even know what like toby um toby mcguire he don't like p- people Oh, oh, he, he really yeah, doesn't. Yeah, he really don't. I love those videos. Yeah, too. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and people, and those videos are funny, but if you really look, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, if you see non-verbal, non-verbal and verbal communication is so real, he did both. He literally said with the non-verbal, like his face, like, he's, he's like, bro. Yeah, like, bro, like, leave me alone. And then when he got in his car, he's like, I'm trying, he's like, y'all move out the way. I'm trying to drive, like. Stuff like that, man. Yeah. I don't want like being a celebrity is not fun. Like even Cardi B just said something about it. She literally just said, "Being a celebrity and famous sucks," because she knows she knows that she probably has people asking for her mo- for money and stuff. That's what I'm saying. I'm a private person. I mean, yeah, there's definitely parts of it that suck, but I could see a lot of people getting angry at people who are you know wealthy and well off especially money wise they're just like i hate my life and it's just like what about me like i have no money that's what i'm saying but like my thing is the one thing in life like i said before in the beginning balance mm-hmm. you gotta balance everything you gotta balance of course money relationships personal life family you gotta well money is money is i think one that anyone can understand because if you don't balance money you will go bro oh yeah of course just go bro but like the one thing when i said like balance like with family and stuff yeah but i would say money is easy because it's because it's money is a physical thing oh yeah of course you have but also like family too family family going to ask you for some money but the one thing Mm -hmm. you know as humans we have a hard time especially it comes to family is saying no yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, saying no is the most. Apparently, it's the hard. I'm still dealing with that. That's the most craziest thing. I'm like, I'm like, I tell people like I'm the sweetest person in teddy bear, but like I can be a total dick. But when like when somebody asks me, Matt, yeah, I need your help, man. You know, can you like spare me fifteen dollars or ten dollars? You know, I need to get gas and stuff from from baby, like or like like some um diapers for my son or something. I have a soft spot for like giving, like helping people out. That's just how I am. I just like helping people mm-hmm. out. But like as soon, let's just say, as soon, let's just say hypothetically, I ask them, "Hey, can you help me out with this?" 
why you ask me now? Like, I don't have the money and stuff. Like, and all that stuff. They switch, people switch up on you. When you at, when you help them out and then you ask them for some, oh, they, they switch out on you so quickly. That yeah. It could be family. It can really can be family, but also it's mostly with friends. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm very private. That's why I don't really tell people what I do. I don't tell, I don't put, like, I take pictures on Instagram. Of course, I'm t- the only pictures I take is probably, like, my parents or my brother. That's it. Mm-hmm. But, like, me posting, like, let's say if I, like, relationship or flashing money or jewelry, oh, I tell people that's a basically set up for death. I always say that. That's set up for death. Because the reason why, you flashing all this money, you flashing all this jewelry, you flashing all your, the cars, new cars you bought, and you flashing the house, the, the brand new house you bought, like a big-ass mansion. Somebody gonna find out where you live. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. That's why I say you have to be smart what you do in life, especially social media. Bruh, what's the f- the first thing? You know, one thing about toxic relationships, the first thing people will expose is people what they do in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's the most saddest thing ever. Yeah, it's it's like sad and really fucked up at the same time because you telling me mm-hmm. you just gonna expose what we do in the bedroom. Cause I mean, I mean, if you it's was, just a really cruel thing to do. That's what I'm saying. Like, and like, like they even like the vulnerable, and they're just right. using that against you just because they pay. And you they even whatever. expose pictures, videos, oh, everything. Yeah. That's the. I'd rather you expose me say I'm broke. Mm. If I'm broke, uh, hey, you know I can get money back. But them pictures, yeah, videos, those going away. Them in the clouds. I always say that they in the clouds. They mm-hmm. are clouds. They ain't coming. But they, they you can't delete them, bro. Mm-hmm. And like that's what I say. It's mostly with celebrities, but yeah. it's mostly our generation too, because when somebody don't get none their way, oh, okay, I'm about to expose you now. And then the thing is, they think that makes everything feel better. Now look mm-hmm. at now you just exposed me. Now look at yourself. Did that make you feel better? Did it really make you feel better? Because end of the day. You you were you doing something worse than I did. Mm-hmm. I I know I hurt you, but you were just exposing like our business, us videos of us doing it. Like it's a, that, that's the one thing because I have friends. I had like one of my like closest got, got friends told me this. He said, "I don't know, question, bro." He's like, he just said, "Why well, want?" He said, "This one girl said, this one girl." He's like, "This one girl exposed her boyfriend." Cause only he yeah cheated and everything, but she exposed them having sex. <laughs> and I'm just like, and he's like this. Does she know she just exposed herself getting clapped? And I just started laughing because I'm just like, damn, she really did. She just not just exposed her boyfriend. She exposed herself yeah, too. Both. And I'm just like, if I if I was like, she basically just exposed herself that she just got her cheeks disrespected. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just like. Yeah, you got it. But it's yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like like it's stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's fun. Like, I'm not like we laugh about it now, but people don't really pay attention to that. That stuff is like really serious because like yeah, people hurtful. really commit suicide with that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like really sad because it's like I remember I did discuss I just did a discussion last night and we were talking about knowledge and power. And knowledge and not people knowledge and power, it can be good. It can be good if you're doing the right stuff and the right things. But also knowledge and power can be a menace. Depends who who have the hand on it. And yeah. the, and the one thing about especially knowledge, knowledge is scary. Especially when you have people who know knowledge and they know what exactly what you do. And exact and they know exactly what your strengths and your weakness. And the one thing, because I ain't gonna lie, me. 
With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And like me, I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, I could be one of them guys. Shit, I'm about to die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I could be like, I could be one of them guys. Like, I can be one of them guys that my knowledge and power can be menaced. Because one thing, when people tell, when I tell people, hey, ask me about, like, tell me about yourself. I ain't going to lie to you. Now, it's different when, like, you're doing job, like, going for job interviews. But when you go to, like, friends or, or around the person and somebody said, hey, tell me about yourself. I'm just gonna let y'all know that's a setup. I think it's a setup because they tell that when you ask, when you tell people, tell me about yourself. They really asking what's your strength and weakness. Mm-hmm. That one day, if you ever fucks with me and piss me off, I'm gonna make your strengths become your weakness. Yeah, you gotta be careful. For and sure. that's why I said that's why I tell. That's why I said I'm pri- That's what I'm saying. I don't tell people my private stuff. I don't tell people my strength and weakness. The only people who know my strength and weakness is four people. That's my parents, aunt, and my brother. But my brother knows my strength and weakness by heart. And the thing is, it's scary. That's why I say knowledge and power is scary, because this is one day like me and my brother get like pissed at each other, mm-hmm. and he just ex- he hit me with a, like a a punch in the gut. That it can shock me. I'm just like, how did you know? Like, you know, like you know how like them anime shows that like, they be talking to themselves and they like, wait, that's impossible. How he know this? Mm-hmm. Like that stuff. Like it's stuff like that that it would probably like, damn, how did he know that this is like my strength? But he just made it my weakness, man. Like, and that's the one thing that me. That's why I can do. Like I know that for sure. That if you ask anyone, if I just say, hey man, tell me about yourself, and somebody said, you know, you know, I have a hard time like. No, uh, trusting people. What makes you think you trust me? Ask yourself that. Mm-hmm. You telling me all what you you telling me what all you do. Mm-hmm. And then one day, you know what? We'll just say, you know what? I'm just gonna fuck this nigga's life up. I'm just gonna end it all. Cause you know, mm-hmm. I just don't like him. Mm-hmm. What you could do. And that's what I'm saying. And it's like that's what I'm saying. It's stuff like that people don't really pay attention because I tell like I sit on the discussion. In the discussion, I was like, knowledge and power. People don't really look at, uh, like, people don't really pay attention to how deep it is. They really, it's really deeper than that. What I just said to y'all. I think, it, I mean, yeah, it's it's easy not to pay attention to it because, one, it's it's a lot and it's it's deep, like you said, and it's a lot to pay attention to. Oh, but I think it comes back to bite a lot of people because <laughs> a lot of people have experiences like you're talking about where they'll become in a vulnerable state with someone and they'll tell them things about themselves that they don't normally tell people and then mm-hmm. it'll get it'll get used for uh, a dark reason, yeah. whether it's exposure or something like that, and it'll be come back to haunt you. And then because of the, that experience like that, there's a lot of people who will completely flip to the other side and they'll just become cynical and they'll won't. They'll decide not to tell anybody anything about themselves. Right, and I, and I ain't gonna lie, I have done some stuff like that before, and I ain't gonna lie to you, it don't feel good because when people start saying they feel suicidal, that's when it gets, everything gets really serious. Yeah, and, you know, it's not fun. It's really not. And I have people actually did that to me, but it didn't work because I tell people like now I got like now I am older. Everything's kind of numb to me. So it's like you you try to hurt my feelings or try to expose me. I'm just like I was just laughing about it. Like just say let's just say somebody exposed a picture of me, and I'm just looking at my picture. I'm like damn, I look pretty cute in that picture. <laughs> and you know, and I'd be asking them, what were you supposed to expose me? I mean, because in the day, the what you ain't gonna be able, to, you're not gonna be dealing with me. You gonna have to deal with the man above. The day I was telling you, the day you leave this world and you at the gates of heaven, and God's showing your, you know, your pros and cons. Yeah, you did the right thing, but well, let's see. Oh, you exposed Matthew Gaines. 
mm-hmm. what do you think is about to happen? You think you're going to begin to heaven doing this? Okay, we're going to see. Go back. To, he going to be like this. Go back in line real quick. He's like, oh, he going to be like, go back in line. I'm going to talk to you later. He's like, you're going to be the last person I talk to. And I believe in stuff like that. I really do. Not like just going back to the line stuff, but I really believe that when you do when you do wrong to people, it comes back to you. It really does. And, you know, that's why I always tell people, you should know what's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Know your balance. Know, know your, your boundaries. Understand if you somebody... a little voice in your head that will tell you when you're doing something that's going to affect you later. It really does. It's that's, easy to ignore it. And, it and then one thing, that's why I say it comes to power. When somebody gets the upper hand of you, it's like people don't know how to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, okay, yeah, you said it. Like, done. Like, stop doing it. And then when they get that power and they start feeling like they start feeling they something, they start feeling like, yeah, I can I, I control everything. And I ain't going to lie to you. Now, there's knowledge and there's power. But also, I tell people and people say, wait, what, what does this mean? I also say, what's the word for it? It's going to come to my mind. I always say, yeah, menace. There's menace to it. But there's always, I always say secrets. Secrets that, you know, that person that person who has that upper hand and they got that power on you and they just expose you and everything. But realize this. It's the one thing like I, with social media, secrets. People gonna tell other people, people going to tell other people secrets about you that you told them and they're going to tell it to other people. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I said your best friend. I don't believe in best friend. I don't. That best friend shit is out the window with me. Because I told you everything about me, my secrets, and then this one bad day, we mean you just mad at each other, and you just went out, you know, you got the upper hand, you got the power, the power's in your hand, and then you just exposed my secret to people, probably in our group, or other people. Now I'm walking around, people looking at me crazy, mm-hmm. laughing at me. And that's when, like I said, it, comes to, it becomes suicidal. That's why you can't, you can't tell everybody what you do. You can't. Hell, you can't even tell people about your dreams, cause like I even have a, I even have a T-shirt coming in, and it says I really don't listen to people. As I really don't listen to dream killers, non-believers, quitters, complainers, and what else? I think, um, yeah, I think. And then on the back it says, "All I want to see is action." Don't like I said, it comes it goes back to my mom. My mom said, "Don't tell me what you do. Show me what you're gonna do." And I hear a bunch of people. When you tell call somebody a quitter, oh, you you want it's I think people probably say this is wrong. Probably said this I probably wrong, but I think being called a quitter is worse than called a bitch. Mm-hmm. Bitches, yeah, you like it just calling you a dog or a female dog and stuff, and how call are you. They, how are they so different though? Yeah, but it's but it's like but a quitter. You call me a quitter, bro, and it's like when you say call me a quitter, it's like everything if I'm trying to do, I'm a quit automatically. Mm-hmm. I I I can't Isn't stand like kind of similar to being called a bitch though. Cause well, I mean, a bitch is like it's, bitch it's is like calling you like weak and. I mean, it's like bitch and like weak. It's like you scared. Yeah. You scared to like you like to say like let's say we, like we had like at a swimming pool and we had like the deep end and you said somebody said man Matt jump no I'm scared man man stop being a bitch. Mm-hmm. That's like being a bit but a quitter. A quitter is like almost like. I do something, I'm doing it now, and it gets too hard. And I automatically quit. Like, I can't do this. It's hard. I can't do it. Well, they, I mean, they both involve fear. I oh, guess, yeah. I both guess Twitter just infers that um, 
you know, you can come out of being a bitch and oh, yeah. know, have some courage, I guess. I think honest truth, it becomes, I think quitter, it quit, quitter it becomes, I think all of it together, mentally, physically, emotionally. And then a bitch is like, I think a bitch, you just really being, you just going out, you, out of your way. You just trying to make somebody just be that different side of person, be aggressive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I tell people, when you call me a bitch, I just look at you and I just laugh. Because in the day, this bitch one day is going to be somebody. Remember that. And then when you see me, I, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm be on TV and stuff, but when when I'm doing something like charity and giving back to my community, this bitch is going to be end up changing people's lives. So remember that. Yeah. And But when you call me a quitter, oh, bro, forget all that. I'm not going to say no, like, disrespectful terms and stuff, but I'm... you. Like well, I'm gonna say, there's gonna be some furniture moving, and when I say furniture moving, it ain't gonna be like physicality and stuff. But I'm gonna be on your ass talking about talking about some stuff, because mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I can't stand when people say, "Man, I can't do this. It's hard." Are you putting the work into it? Are you putting your mind to it? Because I can't stand when people quit and complain, saying, "Man, you know, it's messed up. Like he can do it, but I can't do." He's the person who's doing, it and they say they can do it. They put in the work to. They put in the work into it. Stop bitching and stuff and just do it. Like that's the one thing that makes me mad about people sometimes. Cause most time, like even at Walmart, I seen some people like lazy people, and y'all know who them lazy people are. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. y'all know who them are. We work with them, and like when the managers tell us, "Hey, Jason or Frankie, Matt, go help them." Why I gotta go help them? They can put the work in. Put the work into it, like. If they put their mind work to them, I, this is what I used to do. I used to put my headphones in and work. And I know y'all used to do that too, mm-hmm. but I ain't gonna lie to But I believe it. But most of the time, I did that because I just didn't want to hear nobody. I just didn't want to talk to customers or managers. Because some customers, I ain't gonna lie, they would ask me the most dumbest stuff. Um, excuse me, where is the soap? The soap is like literally like three aisles down, and you asking me where the soap is. And it's like I mean, I don't, I don't. There's a lot of questions that I guess other people call dumb, but I don't really find it that way. It's just because you know they don't work at Walmart. They don't, they don't know where shit is. I guess they could like maybe read the signs, but no, 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 Jason. I'm talking about, that. I'm talking about the person you, you know, they come in that day. Like they know, you know. Like I'm talking about you. You literally count. Like okay, they come in every Friday. Mm-hmm. They get in the same shit. Yeah. And they don't know where the fuck is it. Well, at. I guess, yeah, it's different if they've already gotten it before. Yeah, it's yeah. annoying. Especially, oh, man, the one, the most, I think the most common thing when we go during the pandemic. Y'all got any Lysol spray? Man, they went crazy. Man, I remember, I remember, I had to tell, I had to tell a story to Sean. Hey, Sean, I got to buy me some Lysol spray because, you know, the mom... My mom had to get knees. Oh, side. I remember this actually. And I'm just I like, he's this. like, go ahead, take some. I took a full ass case home, and I was selling them hoes. I was like, <laughs> I was well, I, I took, I well, I, I had some for like the house and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I literally sold one of my How friends. Much? One of my friends like, hey, bro, you, I heard you got some muscle spray. <laughs> yeah, I heard you got some money, so run them pockets. He's like, he's like, well, we boys, right? Like, what you gonna give me a dollar? Hell no, nah, bro. I'm gonna charge you how we charge at Walmart. And I was, he said, "How much is not? How much are they are in Walmart?" I was like, "Well, during the pandemic, they was like nine nine dollars and sixty seven cents." And he was like, 
as I as I am, we do as I do not accept credit cards or cash out. Straight up cash. Man, I did that I did that like so many times and then I stopped because that's when I don't know, y'all remember Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam told me he's like, bruh, they're getting real strict about people taking Lysol spray from the back. <laughs> and I'm just like, what you talking about? He said, Man, they caught some people slipping on the ca- on camera. I was like, where? I was like, did they get coaching or No, they got fired. I was like, shit. I was like, let me stop doing yeah. this. So I would just tell Sean, hey, can I get some Lysol spray? He's like, yeah, just take some. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to take two. That's it. And I was like, I was like, you ain't kept, you ain't going to catch me slipping because there's, there's plenty of times, even with toilet paper. I was actually joking about that when the pandemic started about how I was joking about how you could uh, <laughs> that how you could uh, make a whole business out of selling toilet paper. Like, I was making jokes about how, like people made in like dark alleys going like, yo, how many rolls you got? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, like even the toilet paper situation, we even we put a sign up one toilet paper packet. I was just like, I'm just I remember I told Billy such a crazy fucking time, dude. That's why I, was, I, told, I looked at Billy. That's when Jacob was still there. Missed that guy so yeah, much. I, I told him, I looked at Billy. You really think these fools gonna really gonna pick up like get one like one pack uh, uh toilet I would paper? I'd say it was probably a good. I would say it's probably a 50-50. People who read it and they were like, okay, I understand what's going on. I'm going to respect this But I ain't going to lie. Decision. But, but the one thing I missed by, people were like, no. The one thing I missed by Walmart, when we used to close so damn early by 8.30, and it would be just us, Cap 2. <laughs> Boy, you talking about we used to just bullshit? <laughs> and, like, Jacob was like, hey, y'all can have y'all's fun, but I still After need y'all to work. Close, yeah, yeah. Man, I remember who was on it. We still close at 11, too. They still do? Yeah, we're not 24 hours yet. Still. Man, I remember we closed at freaking eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. Man, we had they said they had on intercom your neighborhood on uh, your. They said your superstore Walmart in Smyrna would be closing in fifteen minutes, and boy, they'd be. It used to make me bad. It would be customers. It'd be like by like eight twenty five. There'd still be customers coming in and trying to shop. I'm like, hey, bro, we about to close. Take y'all asses home. Like y'all have to get that shit tomorrow morning. And they would literally shop. And, and bro, I ain't, it'd be it'd be the families, the <laughs> families who bring all their kids, oh, have their buggies fill up to the have the buggy fill up, and I'm like this. I know self checkout people about to be hot right mm-hmm. now, and it was so funny. It was one family, but they had two buggies full, and I was like, oh yeah, I was like, boy, I was like self checkout was gonna be hot, but self checkout they was laughing. I was like, what y'all laughing for? And one of the coworkers was like, "Ain't about to he's at Walmart about to be one rich ass company right now because they gotta pay all that stuff." And like one girl, uh, the girl said, one of the girl, I think um, self checkout, she went over there because she had to help assistant. And they she came out there's like they gotta pay all that money. And I said, "How much was it?" She said, "Over." She said it was over a thousand. Oh my god! And I'm just like, I said, "Did they have the money?" And she said, "I don't know." So I'm, you know, me being, you know. No nosy, I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm walking past to pretend I'm getting a drink. Man, they had straight up cash, Damn. Damn. stacks. Yeah. I'm like, they had to be in drug. I said like, they had to be in the mafia. They Probably. have to be. And they was like, man, it was like, they was taking the money and everything. And I'm just like, and I was like, man, and I'm thinking, I'm like, they ain't gonna take all that. They ain't gonna put all that money in there. Homeboy did this because they on, on the self checkout it says a uh, different way, another way to pay. Mm-hmm. He did this. He put about like. I would probably say pay six hundred. Okay. He pushed use another way to pay. He pushed that. He put his card in. And I'm just like, really, bro? Really? 
you just gonna you just gonna use all you, you couldn't you just use all that money i was like because half that money's gonna go into our paycheck let's be real just put all that money in this go our day he put that freaking car in pushed the button it said have a good night uh, have a good day i was hot i was so hot because i was like you could have just put all the money in this yeah but i was like also or you could just gave it to me i ain't gonna snitch i mean i probably you know i might tell you should have been like sir would you like a carry out to your car please now you know he if i would said that now look at me and look at him he he he's gonna always well we can't look at him man (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean he's gonna probably look at me he's like oh what well why would you want to help me you know exactly what I'm here for, man. Just give it up. Mm-hmm. Don't don't fight him, man. I don't want to fight. Oh, you don't have to rob him, but you all you got to do. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I wasn't I wasn't talking about robbing. Hold on, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was yeah. just talking about you know helping you know getting stuff into Helping the car. community. Yeah, putting yeah. stuff Friendly in his, in his car, and I'm like you know Ew. might get some spare change or something. But you over here talking about robbing the old white, white people over here jumping to the conclusion. Right, like, right, right. damn. Don't have to make this right, the first thing coming is. Rob, like yeah. damn, like hey man, like I ain't the ones, like I mean I ain't the one to rob. Like now, did I used to rob food? Yeah, I mean not like not, <laughs> not like not like at work and stuff. But I'm talking about rob people's food that I know and stuff. But like I ain't like that cruel. Now, okay, I ain't gonna lie. When I was about like, if my dad watches this, but. I don't know, it's like five or six. I did steal Cold Red Man Dude, and I thought it was uh, slick. And he did, he was like this, you're gonna take that back, and I did start crying. So I was like, damn. And then and he go, bro, hold on. My dad told he told me this when I got older. He said, cause we was talking, I don't know, we was having a conversation about like jail or something. And our family was there, and my dad was like, Yeah, Matthew has a record on has a record. I'm like, what are you talking about? I got a record. You don't remember that time you stole that uh, Corey Man do, and you had to go take. Uh, you stole it, and the alarm. I didn't even know he told me the alarm went off. And my dad said, "My dad said we're sorry. He's just a baby. He don't know better. I knew better. I knew I was gonna take that Corey uh, Man do and drink it in the car. <laughs> but it was like when he said that I had a record, he made me look like I was a criminal. And I was uh-huh. like, man." But uh, yeah, Jason, I didn't appreciate you over here saying I was gonna rob. Bro, it's just the way you said it. You you look. You said you went. You were said you were gonna go up to the guy and go like, you know what I'm here for. I mean, you say you, you said I mean, it like a threat. I mean, way. I mean, I work at Walmart. I could have just literally said, I know what I'm here for. I gotta help you like take your stuff uh-huh. to the car. You said it in a different way though. I you mean, don't have to make this a race I, thing. I mean, I'm not making it a race that. thing, but it's kind of making it seem like because you making me think because my voice and I'm a black guy because I got a no. voice. No, I mean, it's, it's cool. Not just I, your voice. I mean, I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not offending everything, but it just, it just, you know, you gotta watch that, right? Sometimes, man. Mm-hmm. Over okay. Here, over here, this I don't think you'd rob anyone. I mean, maybe, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it depends what they got. If they got the listen, listen. I mean, that's true. Everyone's got their point. If you they know, got, if, some if you, if there's someone that you see that got someone something that you really, really want, and you're like. I might have to break some more codes for this. Uh, you know? The only thing I want is food. That's it. <laughs> I don't want no money. Money comes and go, but food is life. I need food for energy. I mean, like even PS5s. though, even even man, don't talk about no PS fives, man. I don't want to talk about no PS fives. <laughs> PS fives piss me off, bro. The way how I got my, I don't even want to talk about it. PS five, man. The day, look, the day we, the first, no, the first day we got some PS fives. Got like twenty, twenty five in. I was hot. I mean, I got mine. You know, I mean, I can say. That, I mean, yeah, I did. You know, my ex, me and her went half on mine, but I appreciate her for that. But I was so hot how 
mother other motherfuckers found out we got PS5. Oh yeah. And I and you know, it was a minor. It pissed me off. So I asked Cody, as a Cody, can you hold me uh, this one PS5? Cody cuz he had me and Chris's in the security uh case. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, Cause you was you was even on the truck. I no, remember. both y'all was on the truck. Yeah. I remember that. I remember I was taking them all off. Yeah, and you, because Jason, you text me saying we have PS5s. Mm. And I was like, yes. I was That's like, right. It was your day off. Too. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, bet. And I came. No, it wasn't my day off. My that was the time I went up there to get, uh, help my friend get his PS5. I almost got fired for that. Okay. But okay. this was when I was we we was at work because I was in Juice. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, Jason texted me. He's like, Hey, Matt, we got a PS5. You want one? And I'm just like. Yeah, bro. I was like, hold that for me and stuff. I told Cody, put it in security case. And like, I think we was about to go to lunch. Mm-hmm, I think so. And I was like, I was like, cool. I'm about to get my PS5. Ain't tripping. Goddamn minor. Over here, just showing off his PS5. We got PS5s, guys. You know, go get your PS5. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, like I remember Chris Ward said, Nobody's supposed to find out except for us. Yeah. No ma- customer. No customers are supposed to find out we have any PS5s or Xbox. Oh my God, bro! You talking about people started running it's to like the, the mob, dude? Dude, you talking about? I thought I'm about to start fighting people because people was like, like they was running towards me because I didn't, I didn't get mine yet. I got my PS5. I think when we got off, off work because that's when we was closing at eight thirty yeah. still. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I felt bad for Cedric. That's when Cedric was yeah, still yeah, yeah. I felt oh bad for God. Cedric and what's name? I forgot his name. I forgot his, his come. But I felt bad for Cedric. Cedric. Jordan? Yeah, Jordan. Yeah. Oh, I felt man, bad for yeah. them too. Because them two, man, they was just going back and forth again. PS5, Xbox. No, and the no, crazy part is nobody was buying the Xbox. Yeah, no. Was People PS5. was buying the PS5. It was pissing me off because it was like, I mean, it was pissing me off because Chris Ward literally told us, don't tell no customers or nobody. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay. You know, that gives me a chance to get my PS5 when we get off from work because there won't be no customers. They ain't going to see it. But when that happened, dude, you talking about I was the hot because it was like Chris Ward's about to get, he's about to yell at us, Cap 2. And the thing is, one people, you know, they said Cap Team 2, if one of us get in trouble, we all get in trouble. Yeah. And if that pissed me off because it was a minor who did it. And he was going to say, he's like, I forgot his name. But. He was like laughing about it. I'm like, bro, do you know that we can get in trouble for this? Like, we're not even supposed to be telling nobody that we're supposed to get PS5. And, you know, as, I mean, I got my PS5, but it was like, I remember the next day, because I got mine on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I remember the next, I don't, I think y'all was off the next day. I remember this. Probably. Chris Ward came in there, man. Yeah, that's right. I, I, didn't, I wasn't here, but I remember oh the next my day. God, yeah. bro. Chris Ward came I in there. I heard about it. Bro, yeah. it was, it, it was like, we was all chilling. We was all talking. And he was, Co- fucking, he was yelling, right? Yeah, I remember Dude, he was. I, right. I, I, again, I mean, I me, there, me like, I'm, like, I'm the type of person, you got to let me, one ear's going to come out another. I'm like, yeah, I'm not yeah. really listening. But that day, oh, man, he, he could have fired a whole cap team, too. And this had other people, like, probably, like, some homeless people working there. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, like, we, it was like, because Saturday, because people don't realize, Friday's, we didn't really have a lot of people on Fridays because we mm-hmm. minors were coming in school. But Saturdays we had the people, but we still didn't get the damn job done. Yeah. Then I never understood that. But it was all of us because I came in ten. I came in ten that morning, so I was gonna get off at like seven because I was like, I'm not staying the whole damn day because I got you know I got class to do. I got to do homework. Man, we got on that truck. Chris Ward said, "Stop the truck." 
I was like, oh, we. I was like, if he means stop the truck, we about to have a whole meeting and somebody get about to get fired. And I remember it was me, Billy, Chris, James, Thomas, mm. and who else? Who else? You know, Darius was there. Was he there? No, Darius wasn't was there. there. I think. I don't think so. I think I think it was four, I'm trying to remember. Royland? Yeah, it, we was all oh, sitting. There, we yeah. was all sitting. We was all sitting on a pallet, <laughs> like them stacked pallets and stuff. Yeah. And bro, you know, me, I ain't no snitch. That's just I am. I'm not gonna snitch or nothing. Chris Ward said, "Who told customers we got PS5s?" So that's so quiet. I'm over here just like I'm over here just like over here swallowing like my own spit. I'm just like I ain't snitch because Chris Ward knows me. He knows me by because my dad, because my dad used to work at Walmart. Yeah, back, yeah that's back, right. Back like when Walmart, like Smyrna, Walmart, back like oh two, I think. Mm-hmm. And he he came up to me, Matt. Do you know? No, sir. I was like, I was over there in Juice, so I ain't know nothing about it. I mean, I knew we got some PS fives, but I didn't even know we was. I didn't know people there was customers finding out. So he's like, all right, because I, I think Chris Warrior, if he knew that I did knew, he was gonna probably call my pops and. Stuff. Oh yeah, but he asked other people, and this is why I say Cody sometimes. Cody, Cody, when Cody uh, has the power, Cody will snitch. You know, you know, what I'm talking about the situation what happened to Jordan and Addison. Yeah, Cody was the. You probably don't. You don't remember this, mm-hmm. but Cody was the reason all that stuff happened because he told Addison. Yeah, and this is why I said Cody starts to get. He has the power. I don't know if it's that he forgets about what he's not supposed to tell and would not tell people, or it's Come that he just. Uh, you mean I just said? You mean I said? You know what's right and wrong? Yeah, yeah. He knew what's right. Well, in his in his mind, mm-hmm. my wrong. I ain't snitching. Mm-hmm. I ain't get my ass beat out, out, uh, after work, even though that nobody ain't gonna do that because they they know better, you know. But even though that I had people on on Cap Team too, I ain't gonna say their names, but it wasn't y'all. But I had some people said Matt is probably the most scariest person on Cap Team 2 could probably beat everybody's ass. And I'm just like, damn. Like I said before, I'm a teddy bear. But Cody, man, oh my God. Mm. he When he told, when he said something, Chris Ward, he said, okay. Alright. Cool. He went. Now, the one thing you read with Chris Ward, if he don't say nothing, that's scary. Yeah. He's gonna walk away and try to figure us out. Yeah, I'm over here like, yo, just give us our punishment now, bro. Please mm-hmm. do. Like, if you want us to come in extra days, I don't even care. I mean, cause that's more money coming out. My, that's more money going into my pocket. But I was like, he's like, you know what? He's like, I'm gonna handle this when y'all get from work. No way when when we about to get off from work. Mm-hmm. So we're over here. Everybody's doing their own thing, cause I think I think we were still getting off at ten. Yeah, I think so. Chris Ward on announced all cap team two goes to grocery receive uh grocery receiving. To this day. I don't care. I don't like the miners. I don't I never like some of the miners I was cool with and there were some of the miners that they were just annoying. Mm-hmm. But that day I couldn't stand none of the miners. Couldn't stand mm-hmm. them. Cause we had to do fucking frozen da- frozen dairies um pallets. Oh, uh, for like punishment? That, and then we find out there was another truck on mm. our receiving side. Uh, I think on a GM side. Okay. We was like, they said, because this is on Saturday. Y'all gonna do tomorrow's truck too? Wait, what? 
bro, we got about like we we we're literally about to leave like in like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. He hit me. He hit. He hit me with my quote, bro. What that got to do with me? I was mm-hmm. like, damn. Like, you gonna hit me with my quote? Go say what that got to do with me? Gotta respect it, though. Yeah, but it was like, damn, it was, it was clever. And you know, minors they can stay at, t- at like after ten because of weekends. Yeah. And I'm over there like I told Billy, I ain't doing this, bro. Billy's like, you know, these minors gonna snitch if they snitch. Well, they gonna have to come see me. And they was like, man, <laughs> Billy's like, you know, they're minors. They're seventeen. I know the ones who are seventeen. And I know the ones who are eighteen. And the ones who are eighteen and they snitch on me. They about to go see their maker. I don't care. <laughs> so I left. I was like, I don't got time for this. I came because mm-hmm. I actually worked that Sunday the next day because I was like, I was bored at home. And Billy came in. Billy was like, I told Billy, anybody snitch? And Billy was like, no. I'm just like, and Billy's like, I was going to snitch. I'm just like, of course you, Billy. I was like, Billy is like, Billy's like, I was going to snitch because you're black. I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> I was like, but I was like, but the one thing about Billy, I'll, I'll be. You gotta love Billy, uh, even though, even I'm though still, I'm still trying to have him on here. Yeah. <sighs> what has really? he been refusing? No, he hasn't been refusing. Um, every time I've asked him to come on, he wants to bring like a bunch of people, and I'm like, Whoa, what's Oh, he trying to have a crew. Oh, he trying to have the whole crew. He wants to have the weekend crew. He actually mentioned you too. He still wanted. He wanted you mm-hmm. on with like everybody else on the weekend. I was like, That's a lot listen, of fucking people. If we dude. get yeah. well, this one thing, if we get everybody up in here, y'all's broadcasts. Y'all about to get red flags and shit because you're yeah. about to be, about to be, bro. It's not, of course cussing on here, but it's about Billy, when Billy gets on here and says the n word, everyone's gonna be like, oh god, dude. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> and it's gonna. And the thing is, it's gonna be so awkward, and it's gonna be like, did he just say that? Mm-hmm. Oh man, he just said it. I'm just, and I'll be over here like, I mean, for that, for for like a Billy episode, we're gonna have to like learn how to fucking bleep shit yeah. out. <laughs> Oh, even oh, not, not trying to say this, but even when he says stuff gay, it's going even oh, gonna yeah. be worse. No, I, don't, I, don't really I mean, it's not gonna be much. worse, but it's yeah. like I tell people, Billy got no filter. He has no filter. He really don't. Mm-hmm. Like Billy, no, Billy, I love the guy dearly. Even though that I didn't believe him when I first came to Walmart, he was like twenty seven at the time. Other you drunk. And I was like, I don't think, but he he showed me his driver's license. I was like, oh snap, he actually is twenty seven. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, well, you take good care of yourself because Billy's skinny. Mm. That man's skinny. And I'm just like, but the funny part is, I seen this man. I seen I seen this man mad. Me too. Mm-hmm. When this man's it's mad, scary dude. Like that's why I tell people don't mess with short people. Don't mess with short people because the one thing I know, Billy, we, me and Billy, we both seen each other mad. And Billy's mad is like <laughs> he really he will punch something and just walk away. He would literally just leave, like go oh, home. And I'll come back in like five minutes and like you, apologize. Do you remember the time I think I hit him in the head with a can? I heard about this. You remember? I, remember. I fucking I tossed it over the time. line, and I was like, Billy, I was like, here, catch! And then like he oh. fucking turned around, like literally a minute after I said it, and it fucking hit him in the head. And then he fucking like he got really mad. I'm sure. Yeah, I heard, I heard about that. No, man. he fucking. I think he pushed over like a cart, like one of the. That fucking was you? I thought I threw that. No, I th- no, it was me because I was like worried that Billy was gonna be like fucking pissed, and I was just okay. like, or wait, was it? Who the fuck was it? I've definitely done that before though. 
right through something out of the heat. Oh, to like no. Through a car. I did it, and I asked you, and I was like, dude, is Billy going to be okay? Like, I don't want to be, like, fucking pissed at me. And you're like, no, it's okay. I hit him in the head before, Br- too. Bro, I heard, <laughs> I I heard like, about that. And I'm just like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. One person. I love him, too, man, because it's Chris. Yeah, I know you're going to say Chris. <laughs> Chris, bro. I tell you, Chris gets that. I don't listen. I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to say this. I'm not trying to be mean enough. But I didn't want who said this. Thomas said this. Thomas said when Chris gets pissed, he has that. School, he got that school shooting mentality. And bro, I was just talking to him on the phone. And Thomas, hold on. I gotta show y'all this picture of Thomas, bro, because this okay. this this is so funny, bro. This picture, bro, is classic. Cause, bro, look at that. Look at that picture, <laughs> bro. And I just remember Dude, you should have seen him dressed up for Mike's wedding. Him and his uh, I heard, bro. I heard, good, I heard. Bro. I saw Billy, y'all. Billy looked like a fucking attractive K-pop star. He actually oh. looked his age. Really? Weird, yeah. I know Darius is there. You know, um, because yeah. uh, who was it? I think Billy texted me. He's like, "Hey, Matt, Darius you want should be the one to wear like a fucking do rag with a suit?" <laughs> see, see, I, that's one thing I, I said. I told. He said he wore like a, he just wore like some nice shirts and pants that he wore for like graduation or something. <laughs> <laughs> that that I ain't gonna yeah. lie, that's a black thing. Let's really? be real. That's just huh. you just put stuff on that you you wore in graduation. Because hell, I mean, I did it. It's, it's not no big deal. But I know this man Billy said, "Hey Matt, you want to come to Mike's wedding?" And at the time, I couldn't because I was still in school, I was in class and stuff. But he's uh, I told myself if I come to Mike's wedding, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get kicked out because I'm what I'm gonna be wearing. I was like, I told I told I told Billy I was gonna wear a pimp suit. I'm ha- I was gonna have some females, two females me, <laughs> and I was gonna act. I'm gonna be drunk, and I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, Mike, he finally dr- he said he finally jumped the broom." I was like, he, "I was like, you not?" I was like, "I was like, don't be like me, just sad and, uh, and disgust." I was like, and he was like that, and and like Billy was like, "Matt, I think it's a good idea you not coming to the wedding." I'm just like. <laughs> like, I was gonna come anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and Billy was like, "Mike is your friend." I was like. I don't have friends. Uh, like you know how um, what's his name off of Taken? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, I was hitting with that voice. I don't have friends. That's all my friends. I just need my wife. Right. <laughs> I was like that. I was like, cause I told him I was, like, I will come find you, Billy. And Billy, and then you know how Billy is. He gonna say something gay, and you just like, you know what? You ruin it, bro. You just ruin it. Like I don't even want to say. I don't, I'm not even gonna come anyway <laughs> because I'm look. I have cl- I had class with Billy at MTSU. Billy say some shit like, "You don't got friends, you got boyfriends," <laughs> and stuff like that. You're like this, like, "Wait, what?" Like, is like you're like this. Is that worse? And he's like, "I don't know." I'm just like, because I even remember the time when um him and Thomas went at it. Hmm. I like it was so funny because it was like I told Chris it's the battle of the short guys. Because <laughs> yeah. like, they're the, they're both the same height. Yeah. And I was just like, Chris was like, "Who you think gonna win?" I'm like, well, Thomas do goes to the gym. And yeah, he's got that ROTC training. Yeah, but Billy, I said, but Billy got something off his sleeve that ain't nobody want to fuck with. True. And Chris was like, "What was that?" I was like, I was like, I, I was gonna say so. It was, it was something. <laughs> but Chris was like, "You know," he said. Chris was like, "You know, you say that to Billy. You know, Billy's gonna fuck you up." And I'm just like, I was like, "You think so?" I was like, "The shit he says to me." As a black man, I was like, Billy would be canceled a long time ago. The stuff he was said, like said oh, to yeah, for sure. And I was like, and Chris, Chris is like, why you don't get like onto him enough? Because I was like, because I was like, Chris, let's be real. Half the time, I just don't care. 
half the time that I just need some entertainment at Walmart because I ain't gonna lie to you, Walmart was hell. Mm-hmm. Walmart, you can't be. They they did not let us be entertained. I think some of us had to be something that we ain't professional. I mean, it's, yeah, we got. If you want to do something career wise, yeah, but like we knew that wasn't gonna be our like job, job, like career job. Because at times I remember when Robert can't stand that man. Robert was there. Yeah, I heard oh, he was man. gone. But gone, it was me, Thomas, Billy, and Chris. And me and Thomas were yelling at each other. We were just yelling. Just, and Robert was like, hey, y'all need to quiet down, but there's customers hearing uh, hearing noises. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I'm over here, man, the door's not even cracked. Man, they can't, I was like, the door's shut. They can't hear us. I said, you just say that because you just want to be a dick. And he's over here. He's like, you need to watch your tone, Matt. I was like, I can't control what I, I was like, I can't, I, like, I can't control what God gave me. I was like, God gave me a voice that could sometimes be aggressive or sometimes angel. So you're gonna have to deal with him. And he's like, he's like, don't back talk me, Matt. I said, like, well, Robert. I said, like, don't talk to me then. So he's walking away, and t- Thomas said. Fat ass. He's a fat ass. Got fat ass chin. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was like, Thomas. I was like, bro, it's over. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't like him. He's like, he pisses me off. And people, I don't know what y'all say. Y'all say he looked like somebody. I forgot mm-hmm. y'all said who he looked like. But who, who the fuck did we say he looks like? I don't remember this. Mm-hmm. I know Jason remembered this one person. And all that I have to say, Frozone. Frozone? You remember who I'm uh, talking about? Are you talking about Cedric? Uh, yes, ah, dude, I loved him so much. <sighs> did you Did you like him? Because a lot of people did not like him. I ain't gonna lie. I'm just gonna tell y'all this. Cedric. We gotta wrap this up in a minute, but yeah, keep going. Cedric, when I first came to Walmart, now at the time it was just I remember it was Ian, Dante, uh-huh. yep. Jerome, Darius. Yep. Them four, they was like minors still at yeah. times. So th- there was like no like older black like guy like yeah. my age. When I came to um, Walmart, nineteen, I remember this dude sick. Man, it's about time like, I have like you know an older black like black guy that I could talk to because I can't talk to these minors because these minors couldn't go get their parents on me thinking <laughs> that thinking that I'm like a bad influence. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm fi- he's like, you feeling like-? like? Of course, he said the N word and stuff. And I'm just like. Yeah, I tell, I know I'm gonna have problems with you. I'm gonna have problems with you because you 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 just too loud. And you I re- super loud. And I just remember we on the truck. He was just yelling, yelling, yelling. I'm just like Cedric, please stop yelling, bro. Because I, I had bad headache. Mm-hmm. I was I had my I was I had migraine first time ever. He gonna say, man. He's like yelling. Yelling is motivation. It's passion. I'm like. How's motivation, motivation, and passion that you cussing at us and telling us we need to move our asses and stop fucking around? Mm-hmm. How's that motivation? I said, that sound like that sound like not even encouragement. That's just talking reckless to us. And he was like, he's like, do we need to go to the office? I'm looking around. Well, this is technically our office because we are cap team too, and we just you know moving stuff. He said, like, he said, like, oh, we got smart ass. I was like, well, I am at Motlow, Motlow Community College. I mean, I'm about to graduate my social degree. So, yeah, I, I, I'm smart, but I do have an ass. <laughs> so, and he just like, you know, come to the office. We're in the office. And, of course, he hit me with the, we supposed to be brothers. Uh, dude, dude, like, come on, bro. Does that, does that, uh, does that ever get annoying? I'm going to be honest with you. 
it's annoying. It's annoying that to a point, how are we brothers, we don't share the same blood. We don't have the same parents. That is annoying, but also it's like some way a little bit disrespectful, mm-hmm. a little bit. But I understand what you're saying that like we're supposed to be brothers because like society and all that stuff, mm-hmm. we come from the same God. But yeah. like stuff like work environment, bro, you ain't supposed to be saying that. Like, come on now, man. Like, no, like, dude, like, I'm not your brother. I'm a coworker. Let's get that. Mm-hmm. Dude. Matter of fact, I'm just a social. I'm not your friend or nothing. I'm just here trying to get just trying to make money and I'm make sure I'm good like financially. And you know, he was over here just just going back and forth. I'm just like, you know, Cedric, you're right, bro. I apologize. And he's over here. He's he's about time like we we can see eye to eye. And I'm over here saying, like I'm over here closing my eye. I really don't see eye to eye with you because my eyes closed. Because I was really, I told him I was really meditating and praying to God that you just shut the hell up. And he's over here, you know. He's I could get you fired today. And I'm just over here like. You know what, browser? You wouldn't be the first person to try to do something to me because, like, all my life, I had people doubt me so many times and say, no, nah, I won't do that. So I was like, I don't really don't care what you do. And, like, ever since that day, have that man did not talk to me. And when I, like, people say I quit. I didn't really quit the first time. I took a leave of absence yeah, because, right. because I had the school was really getting, like, real big and serious. And he was over here. When I first came back, people say, yeah, you heard about Cedric? I'm like, what happened to Cedric? Oh, man, apparently he got in a fight. I'm just like, who won? And they was like, the other dude. I was like, dang. I was like. Really? And I was like, but and he was like, and he was like, people sound like, they was just calling each other M-words, M-words. I'm just like, I was like, typical. I was like, it don't surprise me. And they were on the floor, too. Wait, hold on, hold on. I heard they said they was in the bathroom, like, yelling and shit. Oh, really? I heard they were on the floor, like, in the juice cell or something. I don't know who it was, but somebody said, oh, they was in the bathroom yelling. And I was like. That's kind of sus right there. Mm-hmm. I was like, y'all yelling in the bathroom? Yeah. I was like, because even though the break room in the bathroom, bro, the managers are nasty as hell because they don't be washing their fucking hands. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Robert. Mm-hmm. Robert didn't wash his hands at all. I would, I and I'm just like, it. I'm like, because me and Chris, Chris would have, Chris was, Chris has a big thing about people not washing their heads. Yeah, he's he's kind of a German. And so. Chris was like, this motherfucker didn't wash his hands. Remember one time we got in that argument about when we were in the break room, and and I saw you come out of the bathroom, and then I went in to pee right after. Oh yeah, because I did, bro. I just peed, and I was like, you know, okay, this is the real reason why I didn't flush, bro. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's not only that he didn't flush; it's that he left the seat down. He didn't even wipe the seat. There was still piss on the seat, and then he didn't flush either. Listen, listen, bro. Yeah. This, this, this is the real thing. This is the real thing. Listen, check me out. Check I was like, out. did you ever fucking learn this? Like, hear, okay. hear me out. Hear me out. This this is real mm-hmm. thing. I ain't gonna lie to you. Now I never told you this because you never gave me the chance to speak my <laughs> speak my side. Answer this question: How the hell I'm gonna pick that up? There's like no damn toilet paper or paper towel. I ain't gonna use my damn hands. My hands are too damn pretty to touch that damn nasty ass toilet. Because I'm be honest with you. Are you saying there was no toilet paper in there? There's no listen. That place at war, especially in the back room, our area. I literally sometimes have to go to the front to use the bathroom. Cause there won't be no damn toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I listen. I work with. I think I work with the most disgusting people ever. Cause I tell people my first job was working with my mom in a nursing home, and they was all. I loved it. Loved working with my mom. And I even worked with my dad. My dad worked with, went to, came to Walmart for one day and quit. Cause he had, he found a better job. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, but he still got. Well, no, he actually worked for I think 
four or five days, still got paid, but quick. But okay. that day, bro, because I didn't like, because one thing, people don't be wiping their ass at Walmart. And plus, people be putting shit on the wall. Nasty as fuck. Yeah, I've seen it before. And I was like, you know what? Because one thing, too. How the fuck do you get in that predicament? Like, like how, like how do you come to like? Do they just go? Like, how, how does the thought process come into they your go head? Hand first, and then they're like, "Oh shit, there's no toilet paper that I can wipe my hand on. I gotta I, wipe it on I, the I ain't gonna lie, and I ain't gonna lie. It's customers, but it's a, it's most of the coworkers, and I ain't gonna say no names, but it was mostly managers. And Eric, big, big Eric, and Robert with the number two, because I remember. <laughs> see, this is the funny part. I remember who was it. I don't know who it was, but uh, somebody said somebody would mess with Eric, mm-hmm. and somebody said this man always has to pick, always has to pull his damn pants up. He even wearing a belt. Like that's a someone said that's let you know life is just hard for you. And mm-hmm. I just remember that time Eric was trying to break up a fight. I don't know if y'all remember this. We was in uh, we was in uh, I think uh, damn, I think we're trying, we was at my pharmacy. And yeah, we buy pharmacy. And it was a black dude and an old white dude. And they was fighting. And I think the white dude, his wife was there. And I guess the black dude, he was doing something like this or something. And the white dude got so upset. <laughs> it was so funny for it, bro. Because we all just standing there. And we're seeing Eric try to break it up. And I'm over here saying, I said, I don't know, Jason Ramirez said, I said this. I said, like, hey, if Eric gets ass beat, who's going to help him out? I looked around, ain't nobody raising his head. They head. I was just like, damn, y'all cruel. I was like, I fucks with it. I respect y'all for that. And it was so <laughs> funny. And Eric was like, stop, stop, guys. You know, it don't make sense that you. And I'm like, and Darius, I read Darius said, here, this guy go try to do a dark, uh, try to do a Martin Luther King. I got yeah. a dream speech. <laughs> like, dude, get your old ass home somewhere. And I'm just like, I'm over here like, and then no, I said the question. Now, if any, I was like, now, if Eric get his ass beat, who's going to jump in and whoop his ass? Everybody raised their hands then. I'm just like, damn. I was like, I, was like, I like y'all. I was like, I enjoyed it too. But I was like, bad enough, I ain't going to jail because I, I, I was like, I'm too pretty to go to jail, man. I was like, you know what they do with a brother like me? And I'm just like, he was just like, it. I just remember that day. It was so funny. And it was cracking me up because Eric, after he got done, that man was sweating. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh man, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I miss the face times. was pretty red too. Yeah, we had good times, man. I miss them, man. I miss y'all, man. Wait, you still work at Walmart? Where you work at? Hmm? Where you work at? I work at an auto shop. I ain't mad, bro. A job's a job. As long as you put money down. Yeah. You still with your girl? Mm-hmm. Relationship goes right. <laughs> I got nothing, I'm not mad about that, man. Love is love. Love is love. Even though. Even though if you're enemies, you still got to show love to your enemies no matter what. So mm-hmm. I'm proud of y'all, though, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks for coming um, on. I mean, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Y'all yeah. going to make me emotional. <laughs> this is about, look, hey, y'all help. Look, I'm just going to be on. Y'all helping the kid out with his story. You mm-hmm. never know. I go back in time. Well, go back two years or five years. I could show this to maybe, you know, kids who are going through something like this, and they could just hear this. So y'all really helping y'all helping me out my platform. Help mm-hmm. me sure, say my name. So and plus I ain't gonna lie to you, this could help me in the new future. 
So mm-hmm. or it could hurt you. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, you were on the Wapcast. Get out!" I ain't gonna lie, like, I ain't gonna lie, y'all, y'all's name. I was like, Wapcast. <laughs> I was like, Ah, that was Frankie's idea. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I was like, This. I was like, I don't know who made that name, but. <laughs> But you know they got a song out there for yeah. it. And I'm just like, I was That's like, why I chose it. I was like, but I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, I was like, people, I was like, hey, people got to stop uh, making their mind go to the gutter. I was like, you got to think logic. Yeah. So, man, I appreciate y'all for real, man. Y'all keep sure, doing man. what y'all doing. Because at the end of the day, you keep putting yourself out there, you putting your mind to it. Big dreams going to come for y'all, man. And you never know. This might be a career for y'all. Sometimes mm-hmm. God, he bless people and y'all don't even notice. Y'all just keep doing what y'all doing. I'm gonna support y'all. Hell, I wouldn't mind coming back on the show if everybody wants to come. If y'all want to do, if y'all want to do a freaking, sure, I definitely want to have you back on. For if sure. y'all want to do a freaking Walmart weekend reunion, <laughs> I'm down to do it. Mm. As long just listen, have a party and film it. Yeah, as yeah. long listen, as long people don't be wild and say too much stuff, is we all good. Like Billy over here saying <laughs> some weird stuff that I'll be like, yeah. Cancel, cancel, bro. I was like, y'all, I was like, y'all broadcast about to get red flagged and everything. And I was like, I know, cause I, I think with Billy, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be, he's gonna be silent. He ain't mm-hmm. gonna be saying nothing. He's just gonna look at the camera like, my name is Billy. Maybe. I, I mean, you never know. Yeah, but never know. I appreciate yeah. yeah, but I appreciate y'all. Man. Sure, you wanna? Uh, I'm put, I'll put him in as uh, written in the description. But you wanna get, uh, put your stuff in, like your, t- what do you, what is like it called? Announce it. Like, do you want to uh, plug, plug your stuff? You want to plug your stuff? Yeah, plug in Snapchat, your Snapchat, Instagram, I'm whatever. Take, I'm just gonna take a picture of you, boy. Just looking sexy. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but hold on, let me take a better picture like that. And now I gotta take a picture of y'all, man. Cause I'm, I'm look, man. Y'all just, y'all just know y'all making a proud father here, man. Hold on, if, sure, I, can, if I can get both y'all pictures. Both. Proud moment, man. I'm so proud of y'all, man. I I, I don't care no way said. If somebody said y'all suck, let holler at me, man. All right, man, I got mm-hmm. you. Cause I, I need I, your help. I mean, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna like hurt them, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna speak some you know some knowledge into them, and mm-hmm. then they're gonna be like this. You know what? I'm a fan of y'all now, cause Matthew mm-hmm. over here, he made me cry. <laughs> so okay. keep uh, keep doing what you're doing. All right, man. I'm gonna keep living and keep dreaming. And I hope y'all do the same. I'll try. And oh yeah. yeah, hold on. Y'all make sure y'all keep y'all's mental health important. It's very is. I always try. Cause I don't need y'all. I don't need something to happen to y'all. I got too much love for y'all. Y'all make sure y'all talk to somebody or anything. Hell, even y'all want to talk to me. I don't care. I I would definitely have no problem talking to y'all. Cause listening is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want y'all to feel like that. Y'all can't listen. No, y'all can't talk to nobody because in the, the day we all humans. Mm-hmm. We all got feelings. We all need to talk and speak up about something. It's very important to do that because our age group is like the number one age that people, our kids, are committing suicide. Mm-hmm. So y'all speak up. It doesn't matter. Y'all need to talk to a stranger. Just talk, or y'all need to text me. I have no problem talking to y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all have my Snapchat, or y'all may have my number. It doesn't matter. But I got love for y'all. So. I appreciate don't be that, afraid. Don't be so hesitant to text me because most of the time, I told you my schedule. I only go to class Mondays and Wednesdays, so don't be hesitant to text me. So I appreciate that. It's man. your boy Point Eight Ninety Nine. All right, man. <laughs> Signing off. Bye, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>